This is KJ Sparkles, and you're listening to Verbally Challenged. That's the kind of dude that I want to see succeed. When I start hearing a lot of rumors, which I have about the Bucks, about them being kind of dickheads, like, it, it really turns me off. It really fucking does. What's up, everybody? Eric and BX here. Welcome back to Verbally Challenge. Very happy to have, <laughs> as I see it on my screen, the shit bird himself, <laughs> Beansy from What's the up? Too Many Podcasts. What's going on, dude? Not much. Not much at all. Just chilling, you know, enjoying this cooler weather. It's nice. Dude, right? Like, it was so fucking hot for, like, a, a good amount of time. Like, you know, humid, hot, humid, sweating our oh. balls off. And then now, like, the past couple of days, it's not been too bad, right? Not- yeah, I mean, I work outside, so it's, like, when it's that fucking hot, like, you better get all your work done by 11. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, all the hardship better be in the rear view. Otherwise, you're fucked. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. How you feeling physically nowadays? I know, you know, you're going through some physical hardships and stuff. How you doing now? Uh, not great, but not terrible. You know, one foot in front of the other. You know, I can't really complain too, too much. You know, feeling a lot better than I was, let's say, like a month ago, you know. Okay, good, good, so, good. Making moves, you know. I, I'm kind of inspired by, you know, you guys in the uh, workout group. You know, look at you. You're uh, fucking all swollen shit. <laughs> no, no, no. You're going to uh, be on fucking AEW. You're going to get a contract. <laughs> dude, I was talking about it with Chris. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm in the best shape of my life. And I want to wrestle, but I'm too fucking old to do it. <laughs> and it's like the risk of injury is just too high. Yeah, like, tell, I, ain't, tell- I ain't making it. I ain't doing anything now. I'd be like a, just a weekend warrior, you know. It's, tell that it's- to fucking Terry Funk. Yeah, I know, oh, right? Flair. I know, I know. But those dudes, you know, they got that name and tenure already. They've been doing Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, but busting into the business, like, if I imagine, wasn't so broken, I would give it a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, imagine me trying to get in. Like, it's almost like, I think, the DDP story, right? Like, he started training for pro, like, like to be in a in-ring performer at 35 years old, which is like, what the fuck? Like, that? nobody should be trying to do that. He did it. Like, I always thought, like, that might be me. That might be me. Like, but, dude, I did it when I was young, me and my bro. And we yeah. trained. We were top of our class. and But we just never really made it much past the, the training stage. Like, our trainer was going to try to get his bookings. No, nothing ever really came through. And then yeah, we well, stopped, stopped training with him. Real life takes over. I found right. another school. and then But it's, like, starting over. And then, but like no real bookings, like to like on the independent circuit or anything. It was always like student spot shows and just doing good and like the and excelling in the the training aspect. Yeah, never, yeah. never broke out, you know. But I feel like man could have, but admittingly, never put like what I would say that hundred and ten percent behind it either. Just because it's like you know you got your parents telling you like what are you doing you know get a fucking fucking working get a job real world like so it's like you're kind of being told like no that's not like in the cards for you where it's like 
yo, we were fucking good. We could have been like me and him. Like if, if we were never would have made it in the big time, we could have been like the Briscoes on the independent circuit. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? If we just fucking like just hit Grind him it out. and not give a fuck. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you you got like to eat, especially back then where the independent scene wasn't real huge. You yeah. know what I mean? Like now, now there's a fucking you know, it's almost like the old territory days. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. where there's a lot of different organizations, and I, you know, like if you, you know, there's one right right near me in Worcester, you know, that's pretty big, and they they put on a weekly show at a fucking it's like a. A Polish club or whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, and it sells out. Um, but that 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 wasn't the case ten years ago. They, nah. Like it just wasn't, you know. And I mean, the independent scene is is great in a lot of ways. I don't know, man. Like some of the some of, like the that GCW shit. Like I can't get into it. It's it's fucking. I'm not adverse to blood. I'm not adverse to like, you know, whatever. But it's just like these dudes are doing this shit, and it's like you're just you're like throwing yourself through a fucking plate glass window because it's a Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like. And even AEW does that shit, you know, where they have these fucking matches and it's like, guys, like, it's like, save this shit for a pay-per-view. You know, you're in the middle of a fucking feud and you do this, like, fucking deathmatch type shit. And it's like, come on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't know. Like, I love AEW. I love it in a lot of ways. And I fucking hate it in some ways, too. <laughs> so listen so before we get too deep in the weeds mm -hmm. um you know what i'm saying like i've been doing a lot of wrestling like related episodes and stuff like that but this is going to be a little bit different because like been doing a lot of watch alongs with the rock yeah sh and all that stuff and that's cool because you know getting live reactions to stuff um we, we we're gonna focus our attention a little bit more uh you know we're gonna drive it down to the young bucks a little bit later yep. but, I but i definitely wanted a um get like your take and i'm like like just hearing you like talk right now i'm like oh my god like this dude gets it like he gets it like you know what i'm yep. saying so i want to just enlighten everybody else though as far as like just like the we all we all love pro wrestling me you love pro wrestling what's your like um like when did you get in are you like a fan of the 80s more you know what i'm saying as opposed to the modern stuff like what was your like your your into pro wrestling so i like my parents wouldn't let me watch it like oh, as a yeah. kid, like wow. it was just like, it's too violent, blah, 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 you know? And so I would have to like sneak it and, you know, <laughs> oh, wow. like I, I got obsessed with dudes like Roddy, Roddy Piper, Piper Andre, yeah. the giant. Like I always hated Hulk Hogan. Like I don't, I don't, I never liked his fucking gimmick. I thought he was fucking dumb. Okay. Um, and I wasn't a big fan because, like, I was sneaking it. And then I really got into it, I would say, late 80s, early 90s, like, when uh, Undertaker came on the scene. I remember that Survivor Series. Okay. And, like, just being blown away by this fucking big dude doing crazy, <clears throat> you know, he'd do the tight walk across the top rope and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. And it was interesting. And it it... it, it you know, I always knew it was fake. Like, I not fake, but predetermined is a, is a better way to put it because I think fake is kind of a shitty thing to say. Yeah. Um, but I always I, I liked that. And then when Mankind came around, I had no idea who Cactus Jack was, and I just fell in love with that character. Just so 
dark and creepy and like like this dude's fucking broken and i i just became a huge mick foley fan and then you know i read his books i you know would watch every match that he had at that point we had a hot box like so that was basically an illegal way to get every single cable channel yeah. <laughs> like all the pay-per-views all that shit so yeah. i would watch every fucking pay-per-view um and i got really into mick foley and then i i i, I started watching some wcw stuff like around the nwo times i didn't really care for the nwo but i i i love the four horsemen okay. you know i just thought that was just a you know, Arn Anderson just would just fuck people up. I wasn't a big Ric Flair guy, but I loved Arn. Like just his style. Like it looked paint. It looked like he was trying to hurt somebody. Yeah. You know, and I always like I liked that hard style. Um, and then I got out of it for a long time. I like I just lost interest. Mick Foley retired, and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of all done with this. And it's a time commitment. You know, it's like six hours of fucking wrestling a week it's like yeah. okay like i'm trying to work i'm trying to you know like meet girls or like like live a life right yeah. like i don't have time for it and i would i would watch it like here and there if i was home or whatever um but i really fell out of it and then you know i saw you guys talking about AEW and whatever and when i broke my ankle like i was just fucking down for the count so i would just you know watch watch wrestling while i was laying in bed um and at first, Sally was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, this is fucking retarded. She's like, why are you watching this? I'm like, it's fun. Mm. So then she started watching it, and she's like, ooh. Like, she's like, no, not on the steps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah, she yeah. gets nerved up, like, when somebody does it. She's like, that Darby Allen, he's so little, and they just throw him around, and he's going to get hurt. Yeah. And, like, she's not completely wrong. And then I found out about Danhausen just like through the internet, and I became obsessed with him just with his gimmick, and like the dude just seems like a good dude, and he was like this indie dude that like got this level of fame that like ten years ago wasn't a thing, you know. Um, and I've just been watching it ever since, and like the current product, I don't think as good as it was six months ago. Like I think a lot of those injuries hurt. MJF not being on there, that hurts the product. Um, and it just seems kind of all over the place currently. Um, but yeah, no, so that's kind of kind of like my backstory. So I've always been a fan of the hard style of wrestling, like Mick Foley, The Undertaker, Arn Anderson, um, just dudes like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that's cool because I was like, you know, grew up WWF fan too, like 80s, but I, I, you know, I was a Hulk Hogan fan. Like, I was like the typical Mark. Like, I was like, yeah. you know, cheering for the baby faces, hated the right. heels, you know, yeah. if they, you know, if they switch, you know, I remember Macho Man being the bad guy, not being too much of a fan. And then fucking when he was the mega powers of Hulk Hogan, yep. okay, yeah, Macho Man, you know, right, right, like, right, right, right. No, um, that, that's, you know, what I'm saying so. I was like that typical Mark. And then even like, again, like Billy as a kid, because well, I was super young, like being, you know, six, seven, you know, eight, not knowing any better. Um, you know, my sister was like, this ain't real. Like wrestling's fake. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, no. And, you know, they're like, oh, come on. His name's not Hulk Hogan. You think his name is Hulk? I guess yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but you I know, mean, like, you're a little kid and like suspending your disbelief, you know, it's like, it's kind of like believing in Santa Claus. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um and it, it, 
on that level, it's it's legit. You know, you like back then there there were no superhero movies, right? Yeah, there was really. no superhero shit. Like you know, you had the Hulk TV show, and that was kind of you know was what it was for the time. But like wrestlers were like superheroes come to life, and like of course a little kid, of course a little kid, you know, wants to believe it with his whole heart, and like. Like, there's no shame in that game. And I I was the outsider, you know. I was like, fucking Piper is awesome. And, like, all my little friends would be like, what are you talking about? He he hit Hulk Hogan with a bell. He's a bad guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't take shit off of nobody. He comes down in a fucking, you know, we called it a skirt. You know, it's a, obviously a kill, you know, like, mm. like ah, he's gay or whatever. And like, this is the early, early eighties, you know? Mm. So that was like a big slur or whatever. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's whatever. Like I, I, before I really get into the weeds, I'm just like, if you enjoy like the young bucks or whoever people that I don't like, like, I, I get it. I, I understand. Like, I'm happy for you that you like them. I, I just don't, and I have very concrete, rational reasons why I don't, you know? Yeah. So you you just mentioned, like, as you were watching, and you kind of sort of got out of it, like, around the time, like, Mick Foley retired. So, I rem so dude, I was watching during all that. I kind of yeah. stopped, like, in the like the early 90s, mm -hmm. like, after Hulk Hogan was done, like, in, in WWF back then. And there was more like kind of like Bret Hart and Doink the Clown and all that yeah. shit. Like that's kind of like when I, I kind of lost interest um, as I got like into like junior high, high school. Uh, I heard about like the NWO, like when it was happening, but wasn't really aware. I never really watched WCW, um, yeah. you know, back in the day, like just occasionally. But yeah, I was always just WWF and then I had stopped watching it. Um, there was one time on vacation it was 97 vacationing in Florida in 97 with my mom, my sisters and stuff like that at the hotel flipping through, uh, wound up coming across a Monday nitro and it just wound up ha uh, happening to be the night when it was a uh, Lex Luger wrestling Hogan for the WCW world championship. Ha I had a, at that point, hadn't watched it in years, heard Hogan was that was like bad. And they were like, Oh, he's like a crackhead. He's not as big as he used to be. So it was like the first time I saw him in years and it kind of yeah. like, seeing that like rekindle shit and like that night luger won like he beat him right and then, and then all these wcw guys like all the faces from wcw came to the ring and they were hoisting luger up and like, it was it seemed like such a big deal the crowd that was there was losing their minds and i was like holy shit like this is kind of like cool you know yeah. and then um uh, and then like later on that year is when i really got like sucked in like watching uh a WCW like a uh, Halloween Havoc pay per view, watching like yep. Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, like when it was the mask, uh, yep. like he had his mask on the line, and it was like, yo, that match was so crazy. And then just everything yeah. that was going on with the NWO at that time, you no, know, that like just sucked me right in. But yeah. it, but but w, I was big into WCW, and then kind of got back into like the WWF like later, like a little bit more into like '98. Yeah, uh, later half of 98 when their stuff got like a little bit better started watching stone cold and the rock and everything that was going on there yeah um so you did mention that specific style of wrestling of like the arn anderson the undertaker like those big guys um were you familiar like when tna wrestling started like in the early 2000s around 2000 no so i so i was like i got back in for a while and then just like fell off and it like i there was just so much product at that point 
you know, and, and like I, I tuned into some of the TNA stuff and it was just fucking way too hokey for me. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It was just, it was like too, it was, you know, they remember when they had that weird fucking ring. It was the six sided ring and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting part of it because like that was like, so when TNA, like I kind of, when it first started, it was kind of like with the weekly pay per views. It was like you had to pay nine ninety nine, you know, whatever yeah. uh, every week and stuff like that. We always try to watch it like any way we could, but always kept up like afterwards. Yeah. Very early, early internet at that time. But the whole thing was is that they put like a big emphasis like on the cruiserweight division and that cruiserweight style of wrestling, which they branded the X division, like right. at that time and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm trying. That's why I, like I want to draw like a parallel because it's like the style like that the bucks wrestle and i know you're like you know what i'm saying like you're gonna go in on them and stuff like that but it's like that's like a style of wrestling that i was seeing like back then which we saw like in wcw back in the day when i really got into wcw which was eddie guerrero ray mysterio you know dean malenko chris jericho who went to guerrera benoit you know um you know guys like that they had such a like a, a town ultimo guerrero stuff like that mm-hmm. they had such a wide array of talent that it was like and you saw these matches that were just crazy now there was a thing like in wcw and those cruiserweights even though they were pulling off a lot of high-flying stuff there was a lot of psychology still involved in the matches i yeah. do like agree like with some like the shit that you're saying like with the the style with the way the bucks wrestle and some of these other guys um a very high fast like you know high paced style of wrestling like i do enjoy that type of wrestling but i do realize where it's like yo these fucking guys are like hitting these fucking crazy moves on each other like they should be laid out and they're like popping up and then it's like boom, yeah. to the next spot next spot next spot like spot like essentially a spot fest which is right. what it is you know what i'm saying so i like to me I, it's like i try to separate like the styles right like you have this style of it and then you have yeah. this style of it and it's like an evolution as like time goes on it's like well that style it's exciting like i i've enjoyed that x division slash cruiserweight style like since i've like laid my eyes on it and like mm. so, some of the like matches these guys are having i'm like it's fucking incredible and you could no. even put some of those big guys in there too like a like a samoa joe and yeah. stuff like that because uh it, it's just it's not like oh it's not that style's not just doing a flip off the top rope or whatever it's just kind of just keeping a high paced high fucking wrestling mat based or whatever like you know whatever it is right. they're doing uh, just a high paced style of wrestling you know what i'm saying so i don't do you dig that like at all like that no no I, I like i i love dean malenko i love I, I love benoit you know yeah. i thought he was an incredible talent um it, and I do like some of that. Like, um, I'm not a huge Lucha Brothers fan, but I can respect them as far as like their moveset. You no, know? That's, a, that's a podcast over. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, I, I do, I do like them. They're not my favorite, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like the difference between all those guys that you mentioned and the Bucks is like those guys sold moves. You know what I mean? Like those guys would sell a move. Like if if they got hit with like if they get hit with something, um, you know, like Ray will fucking lay there and be like, you know, holding his head and whatever. And you know, some like I've never seen the young bucks sell a move. You know, they don't they don't sell for anybody, and that's a big problem I have with them. And I I feel like 
with the Lucha Brothers, their moves look like they hurt. Like they look like they're doing damage. The Young Bucks just look like they're like dancing with people. And it, like it, they they don't like between that and not selling a fucking thing, man. Like yeah. when your finisher is a super kick, like come on, dude. Like fucking HBK did that 20 years ago. Like that shit's fucking whack. Uh, you know, like hey, <laughs> like I, yeah. I love da- I love Dante. Dante Martin, yeah. yeah, dude. Like that dude is incredible to watch. Like, like he he needs some work. You know, I feel like AEW kind of suffers from not having like a, a farm league. Like, because yeah. somebody needs to work with that man on his facials. Like, yeah. they're just not they're not good. And he need, he needs to work. He needs a manager. Yeah. Like I really liked him when he was with uh, Leo Rush or whatever his name is. Mm-mm, like I yeah. thought that was his best. Like he had somebody that could, like he didn't have to say much. He could say a thing or two, but then he had a mouthpiece. He needs to get back to. He needs to get back to that. Yeah, um, but he's fucking amazing to watch. But that dude sells shit again. You know, like I don't mind the like the spot fest isn't my favorite thing, but fucking sell a maneuver. Like if somebody pulls something off on you, have the respect for that other person to sell it for like for 30 fucking seconds. Like it fucking actually hurt. You know, don't just pop up and like do some fucking cartwheel bullshit, you know, or the fuck like AW needs to ban that Tope Suicida or they need to like limit it. Like there can only be three on our two hour program, (laughs) you know, like that shit is so (laughs) like the first time you see it, you're like, all right, that's cool. But like, sometimes it's like, it's so telegraphed. There'll be like four dudes, like all huddled together outside the ring and there he goes and they fucking catch him and they all go on the ground. Like, yeah, yeah, it's too much. Like they need to, they need to, they need to fucking let off the gas on some of some of the shit. The Canadian destroyer, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, the first time you see it, it's impressive. But it's like, after when you're watching it, you're like, who who is that supposed to hurt? Like, that looks more painful for the dude giving it than the guy getting it. So, ah. Yeah. Dude, P.D. Williams, when he came up with that, and we saw that back in the day. Because, again, like, me, my family, like we were just big TN, uh, TNA. Yeah. Uh, fans and he was the one that like created that shit and so when we saw that for the first time we were like holy shit like that yeah, shit dude, it's fuck it's yeah. impressive as fuck when you see it like once a month right but when you're seeing it three times in a three hour broadcast mm-hmm. and people are just like like they'll take it and then they just fucking get up and shit like like you know yeah. what i mean so that's the thing is like certain moves like the tope, the Canadian destroyer is true, like um your super kick and stuff like that. Just the uh, some moves that were at one point finishing maneuvers and stuff like that. Just a you know, diamond cutter, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Another one of them, you know what I'm saying? Like just is like they're just like the normal part. They're just a normal move. Like everybody kind of hits them, and it kind of just does dilute like the specialness of some of those moves. Like some people do try to keep them and use them like as finishers, but um, it's true. Like when you see like all these guys like doing it, it's 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 funny. Like in a way, because you just brought it up, and it's at that control your narrative promotion run by EC3 and uh, yeah. Adam Share that you know Braun Strowman. Like that's one of their things. Like. They made a big deal and were making waves in the in the internet wrestling world because they banned 
the Tope Suicida. They banned like the Canadian Destroyer, and uh, right. and I think they banned like another like move. And just because they banned those three maneuvers, everybody was like, "Oh, what the fuck? What are they doing?" And he's like, "Listen, because we banned those three moves, now they're more relevant than ever." You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah. he's like, every, he's like, everybody fucking does them. So if everybody right. does it. It doesn't fucking mean anything. Like, <laughs> you know right? And like, I feel the same. I feel the same way about deathmatch style wrestling. You know, like you have a fucking deathmatch on a Tuesday. There, like, there's no real build up. Like, like to me that to me. The, a death match, like, uh, you know, uh, a match where you're, you're juicing, like that should be the end of a feud. You know what I mean? It shouldn't yeah. be the middle of a feud or whatever. Like, like I feel like those matches lose their impact when it's just like, just out of the fucking, you know, for no reason. It's like, Oh, I'm challenging you to a barbed wire match. It's like, okay. Like, and then, and then the feud continues. It, it, it just, it like, it loses its specialness when it's just every day. You know I what I mean? I totally agree. See, and, and that's the thing is like you brought it up before, right? Like the um like the no selling of the moves, right? Because I think like a lot of these guys, like they're so if they're wrestling on television, you know, there's time constraints and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You have, you know, X amount of minutes to have this match. You know, maybe it goes two segments, whatever. So they're trying to fucking fit like whatever in, you know, as much in as possible and this and that. So it doesn't almost like allow them the time like to to kind of tell a proper story in the right. ring. Because honestly, that's what it is. That To me, that's what it is. Like you're telling yeah. a story in the ring. Like there's a lot of ring psychology in what's going on. But it's true. A lot of people just don't have it because they're just hitting move, move, move. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I think like. You know that'll get better over time. Like AEW's booked a lot like differently. You know what I'm saying? Because like in WWE, it's it's very similar, right? Like with yeah. uh, like I noticed the pattern of like almost every match. Um, you know, it starts with like an exchange, and then before you know it, the guys get tossed to the outside, and then somebody's hitting the fucking a toe pave. You know what I'm saying? Like suicide right. dive inside to the outside of the ring, like, and then it goes to commercial break, like every right. fucking time. Like you know yeah. what I'm so It's like it just becomes a formula. It's formulaic, like at that point, and we're all like, uh, like a lot of us that just watched it for a long time, like we just see it, we notice it, you know, and it's just like, oh man, you know. So, um, AEW exciting because it's like they're trying to do things differently than wwe yeah. uh and stuff like that and i appreciate that but it, yeah it's nowhere near perfect man like um it's like like i almost understand like and they're even turning it into like a storyline with some of these guys mjf currently not on television supposedly frustrated for his spot but not but also the money he's making um ethan page i think they just started working a storyline where he's like He's like, you know, why am I not on fucking television every week? Like, what's right. going on? Why don't I have an action figure? And it's like, it's true. Like, you don't yeah. see him wrestle every week, right? Like, he might have a backstage skit or whatever, you know, supporting Scorpio Sky or whatever. But you don't see him having a match week to week and angle for himself week to week. He just kind of gets plugged in here and there. And, that, and that's the way it is for a lot of guys in AEW. Um, it's just a different style of booking. So I don't know. I, I think I, I think they're they're overloaded with talent, to be completely honest. Um yeah. you know, like like look at Jay Lethal. Like that dude's fucking amazing. And like he no, hasn't I done like I mean, now recently he's been doing stuff, you know, he's uh he's working the, the angle thing. with Wardlow. 
But yeah. like up in before that, he was like he was no he was fucking nowhere to be found. Like I I just think I think the AEW roster is currently is just too big, you know, and you like you have a lot of job guys that get a lot of on screen time and like I don't know if I agree with that or not. You know, I know people love the dark order, but like they're fucking jobbers, man. Like they're mm-hmm. talented, you know, like they're fucking talented as shit, but like they're they've they've been put in this jobber role. And it's like, I don't need to see them backstage every week, you know? Like, I'd rather see, you know, obviously FTR, because they're one of my favorites, you know? Like, I'd rather see them more often than I see, you know, Hangman hanging out with the fucking Dark Order. It's like, I I don't care. I just think their roster is too big, man. They either need to add an hour onto Dynamite or do something. I know they have the internet stuff, and that's cool. Like, that gives you know, people to like build up that, that record or whatever. Cause that's what it really seems like, um, you know, where they'll, they'll have like Ethan page on, on dark or whatever. And then, you know, his record is like three and 32 and you're like, I haven't seen this <laughs> motherfucker wrestle in six months. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, where'd yeah. that number come from? And then you look <laughs> at the dark and it's like Ethan page, Ethan page. It's like, who's he? Okay. Who's he fighting? Like fucking yeah. butch, butch, Monroe, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, so, in a way, like it's the good and bad. Like, I kind of yeah. like that about Dark, and like, I think like Tony Khan considers Dark like hit, like that's his version of developmental. Like, you'll get you'll have the always like the top, like a like a con, let's say a contracted star against yep. uh, indie talent, and of course, the contracted star is always going to get the win or whatever, unless they sometimes they surprise you, they sign somebody, they make a splash, like Wheeler Yuta was like that, like he had a match on Dark that it was like, it was the first time I saw the dude, like, and he yep. won, uh, you know what I'm saying, he won the match, and it was like, oh shit, because it was like, oh, I didn't know who this dude was, and I didn't expect him to win, and he, like he beat like a name guy, Yeah, and then, and then, um, and then, the, and then the next week he was on Dynamite already, and it was like, oh, and Tony kind of gave him like a quick little push, like on television, where it was like, oh, kind of made his ma- his name known, you know, like so he's done that like with a few guys. Um, I hear what you're saying about the roster, though. Like the thing is, is like that's the thing is like it's like almost like not everybody could be featured and focused on at the same time. Right. And he's got and he's got such a a good and wide array of talent that it's like you almost want to see like them all on top but not everybody could be on top at the same time so it's like right. so who's gonna get their shine now who's gonna get this who's gonna get that and again like i said he, like i feel like his booking style is very uh like very like event style like different mm. from wwe where it's like man and i don't like this about wwe really but i think it's might be starting to change now with triple h in charge is that you were seeing fucking endless rematches on Raw and SmackDown because their fucking talent roster, the depth of it was not there. Right. So it's like, so I'm fucking seeing the Viking Raiders versus fucking Garza and the other dude fucking every week. Or yeah, I'm seeing New Day versus fucking Sheamus and fucking Ridge Holland and the other dude every fucking week. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get tired of that after week 15. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing that. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Where in AEW, you're seeing different fucking matches every week, different matches right. every week. But you're not always seeing the same guys from week to week to week to right. week. And right. so it's so that could also be a problem because there's guys where it's like you should. To me, I feel like Tony Khan should be like, 
I'm going to lock these 10 guys to feature every fucking week on the show. Like, these are my characters on this television show and then revolve everything else, like, around them. Instead of of it being, like, I'm going to feature this guy this week and then you don't see him for maybe another two weeks or whatever. Right. You know, because I feel like that's the way it is sometimes in AEW. I still prefer AEW, but no, no. And I mean, I'm I haven't watched WWE in a long time. I, like, just kind of a lot of the backstage stuff really bothered me. Uh-huh. Um, you know how they treated a lot of their talent, like oh, just kind of like threw them away, and like like Vince McMahon is great in a lot of ways, but in a lot of ways he's a giant piece of shit you know, as far as the business goes. Um, and I, I, I just can't support it. You know, I hope, I hope with Steph and triple H in charge, like some shit changes around there and they kind of, you know, update their product and make it more wrestling instead of sports entertainment. Um, you know, I, I like, because the more options you have, the better it is for a fan. Right. You know, yeah. the, the more choices, like if you go to an ice cream stand and they have two fucking flavors of ice cream, like I don't care how good that ice cream is, like at some point you're gonna you're just gonna be like, all right, well, let, fuck, man, I can only get vanilla and chocolate there. Their their shit is on point, but like, yeah. I, I want fucking strawberry or some black raspberry <laughs> shit. Like hook yeah. it up with the moose tracks, you know. Um, <laughs> and I just I think that's been the WWE's problem. They were they were kind of run by a guy who doesn't really have his finger on the pulse anymore. Um, uh. And I also think that they're really, as long when Vince was in charge, they it it really felt like they were working up to a sale. Like I felt like Vince wanted to sell that entire company. And in my opinion, a lot of times what you'll do is when you're trying to sell a company, is you'll downsize downsize the workforce because then your profits look even better, yeah. you know, on on a spreadsheet, you know, and that's what it. Like they were letting go of some people that are like, how the fuck are you letting this dude go? For real, for real, man. There were some shocks like, with some of those cuts, like and then like, like guys that were in like in the middle of pushes, like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like guys they put a lot of investment and TV time into, and it's like in my head, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and it, like you you see that once and it might be like, okay, maybe this dude's just a fucking asshole and they just don't want to work with him, right? You know, like like, oh, wow, they were pushing this guy, and then they just let him go. It's like, okay, well, maybe he's a dickhead. Okay, that, like, you, you can, like, put that in, the, like, a, you know, okay, like, that, whatever. But then when it's, like, talented guy, talented female with a huge fan base, it's like, like, fucking Bray Wyatt? You know, how do you not keep Bray Wyatt around? Yeah. You know? That's like crazy. That's crazy. Stephen fucking Regal? Uh, like literally everybody backstage fucking loved that dude and he was like yeah he wasn't on screen talent really but that dude was so valuable to these younger guys you know like what are you doing Samoa Joe you let fucking Samoa Joe go what are you doing you know and even like like uh even though like not the greatest in ring guy but like Braun Strowman which again It was just champion like not too long ago and then and you put a lot of time and effort into him dude was like a monster running through everybody at one point and then you just let him go and it's just like like i understand like okay if he had a big contract or whatever but it's like i just don't understand 
like like you just had like a lot in that guy and you're just like letting him go like it's just like that so what like you said like bray wyatt uh even like cross like you know yeah. newer people carrying cross uh and then uh, you get you you saddle that dude with, like he had a great gimmick in nxt and then you fucking turned him into some sort of bondage dude like what's happening what it was terrible man you know like so you said you haven't really watched in a while but apparently like i haven't like watched watch like where i'm like but trying to pay attention to what's going on and um on raw from this past monday um kevin owens and drew mcintyre had a great match uh bobby lashley and aj styles wrestled a fucking like 26 minute classic for the u.s title in the main event fucking um real big emphasis being put on those secondary titles making them mean something again the u.s title and the continental title he's brought back talent that was let go like as Mm -hmm. a like way to be like yo like it's he's in charge of creative now and so it's like I almost feel like now we're going to be seeing like that almost like that NXT vision like on the main roster. Yeah, uh, a I little agree. Bit, a little bit more of a focus on wrestling and um and that kind of gives me hope, man, to be like okay, like let's see. Let's see. It's going to, you know, slowly but surely let's see what happens. Yeah, um, I mean I, I'll I'll do I'll, like I keep my finger on the pulse over there. I don't really watch the television, but I know what's going on. Yeah. Um and, and, and I'm really, you know, I'm hopeful. I, will I be watching that on a weekly basis like I do AEW? Probably not. But I might, you know, DVR it. And, like, if I hear there's a fire match, like, I'll fucking check it out, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Like, to me, Vince being gone is only good things. Yeah. You know, like, to me, there's no, there's really no downside to him being gone. Um, I think he lost touch with what people really wanted a long time ago and i think his product kind of suffered for it you yeah, know I agree. like especially when he was the only game in town when there was nothing you know he bought ecw he bought wcw he fucking ran tna into the ground mm-hmm. you know and i feel like they just kind of like like uh, it doesn't fucking matter what we put on television because wrestling fans will watch wrestling. And if it's fucking subpar, who gives a fuck? Where are they going to go? Yeah, exactly. They were just like coasting, like basically yeah. like just coasting, you know? So now like, I feel like with AEW out there, like that it's an, uh, you know, imperative to put out a better product. And even still, they're just like, ah, I still feel like they're like, ah, it doesn't kind of matter what we do, which in a way is true. Cause I feel like they're just such a machine right at this point mm. in the WWE. Like, they're just so ingrained that it, it almost doesn't matter. But you know what I'm saying? But now, like, I feel like, man, it, it does look like they're trying to do better, at least as far as, like, the sensibilities of wrestling that I like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that that's to me. I've, I've seen, like, like marked improvements. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In yeah. Monday Night Raw and Relatively SmackDown quickly. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, if this continues, like, it just, okay, like you said, just keep my eye on it. Um, yeah, and like, and I always pretty much enjoyed the pay per views. That's where I felt like WWE always still brought it because, and again, because of the pay per views or premium live events, as they call them, um, is where you got the wrestling, the wrestling yeah. of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not all the bullshit because it's hard to slog through a three hour raw, like at times, it's three, like, three hours is too much, yeah, like especially a three hour yeah. wrestling program. Not as it, not as it only difficult to book. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's, you're asking, you're asking a fan to basically watch 
Titanic once a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and I, to- and I totally and stole that from Jim Cornette. So that's <laughs> not my – and as far as Cornette goes, he has a lot of great points, but the dude is fucking like – some of his shit, it's like, dude, like it's not the fucking territories anymore. Like, yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to break it to you. Yeah, you know, the dude, whole shit where he's like kayfabe, you know, like kayfabe and blah, blah, blah. And like, listen, motherfucker, like people like people know what this is. They know what this is. Come on. Yeah. It's like faces and baby, you know, faces and heels can ride in the same fucking car together to get to the next thing. Like, stop with that shit. Like, it's antiquated and outdated. He has a lot of points. The dude knows fucking wrestling, but he. He's got a lot of shit takes. Just having said that, I agree with him one hundred percent about the young bucks because literally, <laughs> fuck those guys. No, no, no. Fuck those guys. No, man. So the bucks, man. So I like the bucks because you know what, dude? Like I, you know, I was introduced to them in TNA, mm-hmm. and again, just another pair of X division kind of yep. guys that would put there as a tag team. They called them Max and Jeremy Buck back then, but. What they did afterwards, dude, like they really did revolutionize like independent wrestling in a way for and 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 revolutionized the way a wrestler could make money without having to make it in the big time at WWE. And they were put- really the mm-hmm. only ones to really do that, like kind of figuring out the whole new landscape of the internet like and they're not the only ones colt cabana is like another one very early guy that kind of got onto the wrestling podcast thing like you know what i'm yep. saying that was doing that before anybody else but the bucks like really after their stint in tna um never went to wwe always like like did little shots here and there um but like just found a way to market themselves yeah and then and then after becoming part of bullet club becoming the most popular like part of like that stable and and getting like that brand like into the mainstream where you could buy the merchandise in a hot topic store like you right. know what i'm saying like no nobody's ever like done that before they've they've sold so much fucking merchandise and shirts like on their own without yeah. the fucking giant machine behind them and to me that's like where the respect is i and i like the in-ring style too but like I did, but I'm not like a total fan of them either. I'm not like a total mark for them because, like, I respect what they've done for the boys, for the independent yeah. wrestler, for like what you know, and that aspect of mm. of pop- popularizing the independent wrestling scene. And if it wasn't for them and Bullet Club and their at and Kenny Omega and what those guys like brought to to Bullet Club and making it so popular, like you know, competing in independence like Ring of Honor and Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, like. Dude, like they kind of just made independent wrestling a thing to what it yep. is like now. And that's how they were able to create AEW out of that. AEW comes from that momentum of all of that, from mm. that shit that they built, all the fans kind of being behind them and what they're doing and their internet show, whatever. Like, and listen, it's like, you know, hit or miss. You might, you know, people don't enjoy it. Like, I don't totally enjoy it. Like, Sometimes I'll watch it, I'll skip through stuff, but sometimes a lot of the stuff they're doing is like it's a very like do it yourself sort of like yeah, it's very it's very punk rock in that way. And I will yeah. I will give them credit for that, and that's that's great. The thing that bothers me about that is they fucking tell everybody about it. Like there's right. not a fu- 
Well, that's well, that's well. Now, so they're just working you like in the heel role, like that. Because in a way, it's like it's true, right? Like it's like it's almost like I'm trying to think, like who was like a heel that fucking like told you like how good he was, right? Like every company is like Mr. Perfect. Yes, I'm I'm the fucking best. Nobody's better than me, and you know what I'm saying. Like, and and I'm the fucking man. And and maybe the way they have been portrayed in the company has been like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. in, a, in a perception, like maybe they are like that for real. And then in the and then the way the companies push them, that's the way like the majority of fans like see them as well. So in a, in a way, it's like the Bucks are very similar in that position because mm. they do have the clout to say like, yeah, we did that because we did do that. They did do that. So it's like they're just speaking the fucking truth. But now they're right. just playing heels on television, so they're playing they're they're playing into that truth and being cocky about it because it's like yeah, yeah. we're fucking heels, and then we're gonna rub this shit in your faces because yeah, we fucking did do that, and we're fucking these heels on television, and that's why we're we're fucking throwing it in your faces. But it doesn't change the fact that it's true. It's fucking true. No, it, like, <laughs> it, it is true. I mean, like like without them, there would be no Danhausen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. you know, and like like I do give them credit for that. Like begrudgingly, like I have to. Like it, it's yeah. a fact. I I I really don't like some of their backstage shit. Like, you know, maybe it was a work, but they the whole thing where it was like fuck the revival. Yeah. It's like no, you know, these guys are fucking way out of your league as far as wrestling goes and you fucking talk shit maybe it's a work i don't know but like i like i get it you know and that's the thing now like mjf perfected this he's got the online like he he is 100 living that fucking gimmick you yes. know are they are they living the gimmick i i fucking hope so because if if that's if they're even a even a fucking one percent of what they portray, they I get real HBK vibes, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like behind the scene. Like I don't like that behind the scene shit, and I really feel like they use their uh, what are they AVPs or whatever it is, yeah, executive vice presidents. I, yeah, EVPs. I really think they use that, and I think that's why Tony really took it away from them. Took it away from Omega, took it away from the Bucks, because I feel like they were using that to like keep themselves at, at the top of the card versus you know anything else. See, know, so I, I so, so I disagree though. I disagree because okay. So, so like I like Tony did sort of take like I think booking power away, but I think that's just because like he felt like. There was, it was that thing with the Dark Order kind of like jumping the elite like at the end of one of those early Dynamites like towards the end of 2019 where it was just trash. There was like a one of those Dark Order guys giving these like trash punches to fucking Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like, ah, oh, what is this? It, it was just, it just fell flat. And I think Tony was like, after that, I'm taking the shit over. And I felt yeah. like after he's taken over the booking reigns, it's definitely fucking gotten better. Like it's just tighter, like for better or worse. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but like I don't think the Bucks like are like like dude like they they push the tag team wrestling like the tag team shit yep. is because like they push that shit behind the, the scenes and it's not just them and in early AEW because you know guys like Cody 
Kenny and the Bucks were like EVPs. They kind of purposely like were losing matches, like in the beginning of AEW, where it was like, yo, you were expecting these guys to come out hot and be like, oh, Kenny was like, he lost fucking to Pac in the fucking first match. He lost to Jericho in the lead up to who's going to wrestle for the, to who's going to be first AEW champion. Fucking, yep. and he would get a couple of wins, but then he lost to fucking Moxley. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I felt like that first six months to a year, these guys were intentionally like jobbing just to make it seem like, hey, we're not trying to take advantage of our position. Right. But then it's like, but you, like, that's not what people wanted to see. Like, people wanted to see what they saw, like, from Ring of Honor and New Japan and fucking, yeah. they wanted to see these guys kind of dominate. They wanted to see Kenny dominate on the American stage. They wanted to see the Bucks dominate, like, on the big stage. And initially, they, they didn't. So they, they eventually got their run. Like oh whatever and stuff like that, but it but initially they were playing second fiddle to try to put some of these other guys over, and I think be, and that's because of they they were in the position they're in. Like even Cody said it, like he boxed himself like into a corner, like he had that like very early title match with Jericho, and it was the angle like where it's like oh if I lose I can't ever challenge for the world title, like yeah. like you're doing that and the company's just starting and then you lost, so you you really can't ever challenge for the top prize. And then he was like, he the TNT championship. But then he said it since going back to the WWE. He's like, I didn't want to just be like a twenty-time TNT champion. I can't be the world champion. He was like, in hindsight, it wasn't a good decision to box myself out of the world title picture and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, it it, it is wrestling, and I think that's kind of a little bit of a cop out because you can just you just work an angle where it's like, look, you know, I lost that match, but. Like that's forever. Like you know, you 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 could do. You could you can always. I totally agree. I totally you, fucking agree. Just write. Just you control it, right? Write a fucking storyline. Yeah, says, write a storyline. No, no, I want the title one more time. Give me well, one more chance. Or, or like you gotta be. You gotta fucking do some whack ass shit with Jericho, you know? And like you you get like you have to go through his fucking his jobber squad that he's got now um, <laughs> you got to beat every one of those guys and each match is what what you know whatever the fuck it is like you 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 can out it you know like how many fucking retirement matches have we all seen yeah, yeah. you know how many how many times it's like oh the loser can't ever wrestle again it's like okay like yeah and then fucking mick foley goes away for six months heals himself out and then he fucking comes back like i'm cactus jack now like, yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a million fucking things you can do. It's fucking wrestling. And nobody would even blink an eye if it was like, okay, like, very few people would be like, well, he said he, he lost that match where he said he can't ever wrestle for the title. Like, nobody would do that because they want to <laughs> see him fucking succeed, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. I think he he went, him specifically, he went back to WWE because he people were fucking booing him. Because yeah. that that American hero gimmick is fucking done. Like we're, we're it's not 1980 anymore. You know the fucking flag and the Dollar Tree fucking Homelander gimmick doesn't fucking work anymore. <laughs> and I don't think he fucking realized it, right? Mm. And I think he was like, "Why are these people booing me?" Like, and to be fair, he fucking put his, you know, heart and soul into that shit. But also as a wrestling fan, like I don't want to see you on a fucking. I, I don't want to see a reality television show with you and your wife, like talking about fucking quiche. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm good. 
you so know, and he just he just oversaturated himself and he got too I big think he, time, right? He got too big time, right? Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's what happens, right? Like the fuck they fucking love you when you're like the underdog and then you mm-hmm. make it and then motherfuckers just turn on you, right? They fucking yeah. turn on you. <laughs> that that's just wrestling fans, man. When they when they think you get too big like as my father would say, too big for your britches. Yeah. You know, like people they they fucking turn on you and people like like people were fucking booing him and he didn't like do any heel type shit. He was doing yeah. the same shit. It's but true. people just got like oversaturated with it, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was too big time. They like it was like he got too big time just coming out the grand entrance, fucking not. Oh, like always. And again, like you said, like he wasn't doing any like heel stuff. But I think just people were tired, right? And it's true. I'm like, yo, I'm fucking tired of this. And I was a Cody fan, like in yeah. the, in these like when he left WWE and went to Ring of Honor, New Japan, and hooked up with the Bucks and then Bullet Club and all that. Like I was feeling it. But then, like, it's true, like, throughout his run in AEW, like, I was just like, all this fucking grandiose fucking bullshit. I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. like, I'm done. Like, I'm, it's fucking tired. I'm done. I'm done with you, bro. Like, yeah, it's like 80 shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 80s shit, you know? And he thought that was going to work, and it, it didn't. You know, and then when who's the America top the, the fucking America top team guy there? Dan Lambert. He's Dan he, Lambert. Like yeah. when you're cheering for the shit Dan Lambert says, like you need to readjust what you're doing as a character. You know, like <laughs> people were fucking cheering when he'd come out and he's like, Nobody gives a shit about your wife. You know, and people are fucking like the place is going berserk. You know, it's like, maybe you should be like, "Ah, maybe I shouldn't bring my fucking wife out every time with me, you know? Like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this fucking reality TV show. You know, maybe I should lay back in the cut, you know? Uh, I I just, I, like, he's a talented dude. He's a really talented dude. And, like, I, I enjoyed watching his shit, but, like, I did not, like, that gimmick was fucking trash, dude. Yeah, yeah, I got tired of it or whatever, like just kind of like towards that late run as everybody was booing him. It wasn't like to jump on the bandwagon, but I was I was just kind of tired of the whole like, you know, like whatever he just had going on. It was just very formulaic, you know, yeah. like nobody you could you always knew he was basically just going to go over in the end. Yep. And and I felt like it didn't really do anybody like any favors, Um, you know, like. Uh, I'm glad Malachi Black was able to fucking get like a couple of wins over him, but he did yep. eventually fucking beat him like that one time or whatever. And you know, like I I don't know, I don't know. Like and and, and dude, I totally agree because like you said, it's pro wrestling. So like yeah, a storyline of oh yeah, I can't ever challenge for the world title. Okay, milk it for a couple of years, and you know after a couple, and I think after a couple of years, people would be like, okay, shit, this dude fucking kept to his word he hasn't wrestled for the title and then just work something in where it's like the the, whoever the heel world champion is if he's a heel or whatever you know because cody rose is trying to be that baby face yeah rub it in his face rub it in his face you can't challenge for this you can't and then you could just tell that story and and the fans fans would be behind it like no 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 no, let him challenge let him challenge for it you know what i'm saying or or you could just you could just have that heel come out like they did with uh Fuck the FTW belt with Ricky Starks. Yeah. You just you just have that heel come out like everybody in this locker room is trash. Like nobody is even on my level. I will I will accept a challenge from anybody in that locker room. And the fucking lights go out and fucking Cody Rhodes music comes up. 
you said anyone. Done. Yeah. And you just fucking milk that whole angle till the next fucking pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you would have to do. And like you said, you, you have him lay back in the cut for a couple of years. And then, like, you have – it would be perfect if MJF came out, you know, just, you know, running his mouth like he does. And, like, I ch- I'll have an open challenge to anyone in that locker room right now. And th- th- you're done. You yeah. just you just gave him the opportunity and the fans believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, exactly. and they'd be hungry for it because it's like, wow, like this dude kept his word. He, you know, it's not like the retirement matches. It's not like that shit. But that dude did say anyone in the locker room. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll give a title shot to anyone in the locker room. Yeah, and you just yeah. send out Cody and it's fucking done. And people would have gone berserko for that. Yeah, you know, See, there's dude, all it's rest, it's wrestling. There's always a way. There's always a way out. You know, <laughs> dude, seriously, like that's that's the thing. Like, I'm not sure. Like, like if Impact has done stuff like that, where like they've treated it like a television show, so they've done like and shot angles that are a little bit more outside the box. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, with some of these, like, more supernatural characters and stuff like that. Like, and it's, like, it's cool to me. Of Like, maybe some people could be, like, it's silly and what the fuck and, you know, pro wrestling, whatever. But it's, like, but this is what it is. Like, pro wrestling is a television show. It's entertainment. And you have all right. these different type of characters. Like, Undertaker doing all this crazy supernatural shit. Like, Impact, like, took shit a step further with these, some of these, like, pre-taped segments and promos and vignettes. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like to me, I feel like, man, we need to see more of that, more outside the box stuff, maybe a little bit more of the cinematic stuff like we got, like with the Undertaker AJ Styles match, like what mm-hmm. we got with the it was Sting and Darby Allen versus Hobbs, I think, and Starks, right? Like that yep. Sting comeback match, like do stuff like that, man. Like tell a yeah. story because essentially, like that's what you're doing. It's television, like it's wrestling, but it doesn't always have to be like what you're seeing in the ring, you know, like right. Um, I don't know if you watch. Do you watch like the AEW, like those countdowns, like that that they put out like on YouTube that sort of is hyping the dynamite for that Wednesday? Okay, occasionally, occasionally, not not. I have a hard time with like. So my time is super limited. You know, I work yeah. a lot of hours. Like yeah. I'm fucking beat up, and there there are nights where I just come home and I just go like. Literally, I eat dinner and I go to bed, you know, and it's yeah. fucking seven o'clock. Yeah. I'm a fucking old man at this point. Uh-huh. Um, so like some of that stuff, I, I, I just, and I hate to say, cause I know there's good shit on there. I just, I just miss it. You know, like yeah. I watch some of the being the elite and like, like I try to get into it, but like the only guys I really watch like on YouTube is I watch everything Dan Housen puts out and I watch everything Ethan Page puts out. Cause those two guys seem like, like Ethan page plays this heel, but he seems like this super down to earth, wicked, nice dude. And that's, that's the kind of dude that I want to see succeed. When I start hearing a lot of rumors, which I have about the bucks, about them being kind of dickheads. Like it, it really turns me off. It really fucking does. Like I can't, I can't separate like the character, like to me, if you're a good person, like the character you play, like that doesn't matter as much. I want you to succeed because you seem like a good per. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like Ethan seems like a wicked good person. Like he seems like the type of dude that if you ran into him, you're like, Oh, Hey Ethan, he, he would like literally sit there and spend 10 minutes with you talking and, and bullshitting. 
Yeah, he's um, a he's a he's a geek, dude. He's like us. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's a you're a fan geek. of his his uh blog and stuff like that. Like he's he's really cool, Matt cool. He does the toy hunts, like you know, yeah. He's you know, like a kid of the nineties, you know, into yep. Power Rangers and was into all that stuff. Like, you know, like so it's like I was like, yo, if this dude was in the realm, like he would literally like just be like any one of us, like in there, yeah, and into all this collector stuff. And you um, and you like get an insight, like um Brody King was on a, a couple weeks ago, and like yeah. this dude's like a fucking super nerd, you know. Yeah. Like he's like, yeah, I'm a lead singer in this hardcore band, you know. But then it, it was like you see this other side of him, and like that, like that whole aspect, which which, like I fucking hate admitting it. That that's that's the young bucks have their have kind of their footprint on it. You know what I mean? Like without them, they like. So as much as it pains me to say it, yes, they are influential. And I'm just the type of dude, like, if you're the best, I I would never say that I was the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm just more low-key like that. Like, I would never say, like, oh, I was the best guy running a fucking chainsaw. You know, I could put a tree wherever I wanted, which was true, was fucking true. But I would never say it. And people yeah. would be like, oh, yeah, if you have a fucking tough removal, Matt's the guy you want on that job. I would never say that. I uh, if other people said it, I wouldn't. Like I'd be like, ah, I don't know. Like I've seen better, you know. I just play it like humble, like not being humble about shit. And maybe that, maybe that's a fucking gimmick. I don't know. I don't feel like it is. Work. It's a work, bro. It's a work. I don't. I don't feel like it is. It might be. <laughs> you I gotta be a total to fucking it. mark. It's a mark. Like, you, like, you, you, get, you get, <laughs> They got you. They got you. <laughs> and, <laughs> Just in their in-ring shit, like, I, I'm sorry, but, like, you have a match with FTR, right? You have a match with FTR, and you come out better, even if you lost. You know what I mean? Like, they do such a good job about building up their opponents. You don't really see them fucking steamroll people. You know, they fucking sell shit. All their shit looks crisp. Yeah. All their shit looks good. FTR is the best. Like the yeah, the I mean FT like, but dude, I don't know if you've seen like that first pay per view match with the Bucks. FTR with the Bucks, fucking incredible. And then even that match they had on Dynamite, that second one, like they're intentionally holding those teams off because they know that's like a a money match. We will get a third one. Like I thought they were trying to lead to all out, where it's like, oh, they're gonna FTR is gonna challenge the Bucks for the titles. Is FTR right. Bucks three? Like they're gonna take it all, you know? But right. Apparently, like they went in a, like a different direction and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I honestly like it's true. Like, but besides, like, like I said earlier, like I'm I'm a fan of the Bucks for what they did for like independent wrestling and the boys and and then no, they, and I what they were able to do. But right. it's true. Like in the in ring aspect, again, like I do like what they do in the ring. It's that X division style of wrestling. It's mm. not all perfect, but I do like enjoy it. But I just I don't. I just don't think they're really good as far as like actors, right? Because pro no. wrestling is essentially like you are acting. It's like you're an athletic actor. When they do those like backstage skits, and I feel like Matt is worse than Nick. I think Nick is better than Matt. And yeah, Nick's I'll the younger you brother. Nick's the yeah. younger brother. He's the, the blonde one, and Matt's the black hair. Um, like I don't like Matt's facials, like like in those backstage skits, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And stuff like that. Like he they come off like like unnatural you know what i'm saying yes. like 
you know, there's very, there's very, yeah, there's very few guys that like they're like like a Samoa Joe, or Adam Cole, like that when they're talking and they're kind of promo or they're doing a backstage shit, they're very, like very natural. Doesn't yeah. seem like it's a promo, and that's and the Young Bucks aren't like that. Like you, you could tell, like it's almost like forced in a way. Like it's like they're they're trying, they're trying. It's not like a natural thing. So that's like my gripe with them is that you could even though you know they've been in the business for years um that's like my critique of them is that from my my view of their presentation is is that they they're just not as natural as they could be i guess no and that that last that last fucking thing they did with hangman dude that was fucking painful because he's not natural either and it was just like it was only like john silver who's who's great on the mic you know, everybody, it's like, oh, God, this is a fucking train wreck. Oh, is that when he was like, I'm going to support the Dark Order? Or yeah, like, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, I, mean, I was like, oh, yeah. the, and, like, Matt just made this fake, like, he's just like, it was, dude, it was fucking painful to watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, like, some of his facials are cringe. Like, like, I just like, like, it was like, even like when, like, they're, they're reuniting, like when the, it was the Young Bucks in the ring. Hangman yep. came out to help them because they were getting beat up, and like Matt was like holding his leg because they were just fucking his leg up, and then like Hangman helps him up, and he almost like stops selling the fucking leg, and then he puts his hand in his pocket, and then he has like a dumb look in his on his face, like oh like are me and Hangman like we good now we good like I just his acting's just not good, you know no, what I'm saying as far as the pro wrestling so and I I feel like Nick comes across a lot more naturally than Matt, but but not great like i feel like oh for all yeah. this time biz they should be like better there's only and dude there's, there's only certain guys i feel man and you know like i said like adam cole samoa joe um, mjf mjf uh a punk um yep. you know there's a few i might be forgetting but like some of these guys that like you will just see them they don't come across as scripted they just don't like it's yeah. just very natural um, but a lot of guys need work. They still need work when it comes to that, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I I can I can respect. It. I I just I mean I don't get the fucking love for the young like people are like oh did you see? like you guys talk about that Lucha Brothers match. I felt like the Luchas carried them that entire fucking match. What the the cage match and stuff? Yeah, oh dude, but that amazing man. I mean, but listen, it takes two to tango. It's not just it's just not just one side of the performance and stuff like that. Like they 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 have banger matches. Like that's the thing. I always feel like they have banger matches. Like when the lights are bright, when it's like when the stakes are up. Like you know, you yeah. could, you could you could always have a dynamite and have an off match or whatever because it's just a television match. Like. You're not gonna go all in or whatever, and even sometimes like they still have bangers like in some of those matches, but like the pay per views, I feel like those big time matches they always bring it, man. Like you're like I'm never disappointed with the yeah. with the in ring action from like their aspect and stuff like that. Like to me, that's where they excel. It's it's the in ring. To me, it's yeah. The I mean, it, I, and to but be, I, but I see the complaints. You know, the non. The first match I saw was that that Halloween match where they would came out. It was like a space. It was like what Space Jam two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there were like so space many fucking Jam. botches, yeah. and it was just fucking awful. And that mm. just like peak, like kind of started. Like I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then you know, like I I started like. Not so much dirt sheets, but 
you know, I'd hear rumors about them and, you know, kind of the, some of the backstage antics, which was very click-like to me. And I yeah. re- I fucking hate Shawn Mo- Like, I hate the Young Bucks, but I detest fucking Shawn Michaels. I think that dude is a giant piece of shit. Like, in ring, out of ring, like, the dude's just a fucking scumbag. And I, I can't, I, like, it if someone's like, Hey, we got this free, you know, tickets to meet Shawn Michaels. I'd be like, yeah, fucking throw those right in the trash. Cause I'm wow. not fucking interested. Wow. Listen, man, I, I know there's been like, I, you know, I've heard the stories about Shawn from like back in the day. Like I remember, like, I think Bret Hart was talking about it. Like when, um, Shawn beat him for the world title, like at that WrestleMania 12 or whatever, when they beat him in the Ironman match. Yeah. And, and then he was like, he was like, Shawn like told the referee, like for like Brett to get out of the ring because he wanted to have like a spotlight like on his moment. Like I heard like Sean was a dick back in the day. Yeah. But then I heard like he changed his ways and stuff like that. I'm and, not and, buying it, dude. You know, I'm not and, buying it. But listen, so he, like he, listen, like the, the wrestling is super cutthroat throw. It's like yeah. mad, it's mad political. Like and not just him. Like there's a bunch of people. And like Stone Cold will tell you, Jericho, like got Triple H guys like that. Like they say it swimming with fucking sharks. Fucking yeah. that backstage environment because it's like, who's on top? Who's gonna get the push? Who's champion? The champion right. makes the most money. Who's gonna be the one to get this? Get that? So you had to be like on some like conniving, like you know, like fuck this dude. Like what? That should be me. I should be in the main event. Like you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, like like I, I a get whole that lot of politicking, a whole lot of politicking. Like and you know, like I don't know. Like. I think it's less of that nowadays, but I'm sure that that's still an aspect and that's still there. You know what I yeah, saying? I mean, and speaking to that, it's like, you know what? Like you're you're in a fucking very elite brotherhood and I'm going to build you up. Like Mick Foley talks about it. Like he would build, like he would lose matches and he would win matches, but like every, both guys came out with their, with their, with their stakes higher, you know? And he, it wasn't like this backstage, like using your political sway to push somebody down who was probably better than you are, you yeah. know, like that's mm-hmm. just being a piece of shit. Like the shit they did to Chris Candido was fucking criminal, man. Yeah. Like, dude. And, and those stories are a dime a dozen, bro. Like there's so many people that were t- way more talented than guys that were featured in the main event scene. And it was yeah. just like, oh, because maybe they weren't big enough or they weren't muscular enough or they weren't tall enough or, you know, they, they couldn't talk like this or whatever. Like, dude, it's it's the best matches that have ever happened are matches you've never fucking seen. They've happened Probably. in the fucking bingo hall somewhere. They've happened yep. in fucking armory somewhere. You right. know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, you know, like these dudes just don't have the exposure. It's true, dude. And that's the thing. That's why, like, I love independent wrestling. I love all wrestling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, but it's like, man, like some of these things that you that you see that aren't on the big stage, it's just like, man, you know what I'm saying? But but wrestling is just such a strange business, dude. It, it's just it is. strange. It is. It is, and it, it's difficult, and especially during that whole click time, like it, it was very difficult. And like, if you, if I guess for me, if I'm in a position of you know influence and power, I'm not going to push other people down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm going to build us all up as a fucking unit. You know, if I wrestle somebody, I want you to, I want your stock to be better. You know, if I'm the top guy, 
every guy I wrestle, I want to be for him to improve and be better, not fucking yeah. keep him down. Cause that's, that's how the fucking man gets you, man. Like that's yeah. how the fucking man keeps us down. Having us fighting each other. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's true in life. It's true in fucking wrestling, man. Like if you're <laughs> putting your brothers down, like you're, you're the fucking man. Don't be the fucking man. Yeah. Like there's, there, there's, there's a piece for all of us. Let's fucking get after it. You know, and I just feel like that whole click shit and Shawn Michaels especially and like, yeah, I know we found God and like fucking good for you, but like he did some <laughs> fucked up shit to Dax and that was recent. Like the oh, dude, that shit I heard, yeah. Like, like the dude, like the dude fucking opened his heart up to him and like said this shit, you know, that was from the heart and like real. And then the dude turns around and is just fucking making fun of him. Like fuck you like you're a fucking pe you're supposed to be this fucking christian and you're doing like this dude just fucking bared his soul to you and you and now it's a fucking joke and then he, he dax said all the fucking click guys were there and fucking participated in it and the only one he said was decent sean waltman came up to him after after those guys left and was like hey look man i'm sorry that was really uncalled for like that was really shitty. I'm sorry they did that to you. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know, like HBK is a piece of shit. Like I'm sorry. I'll I'll fucking go to my grave with that. I never liked him as a wrestler because he was like that pretty boy. Like, yeah. like I and I I I don't vibe with that gimmick. And yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't I didn't like the the whole you know sexy boy when he went heel or whatever. But I mean, as far as like in ring, like he is one of the, like. Yeah, the you know, dude fucking the dude can work. You know what I'm saying? But but I like I see what you mean. And then definitely with the attitude and stuff like that. Like, I mean it's messed up. And then you know, listen, sometimes you know you're putting on a show with your boys, your boys are there, ha ha ha, you know, you're joking around, whatever, but it is still like it is fucked up. Like it is still fucked up. Especially you know, the when dude you buried it. Better, right? You're supposed to be fucking better than you were. Yeah, and like, there's no, there's no, re like, you, your position is set. Like, you're, you're a backstage personality, and like, you're a fucking legend. Like, you, you're fucking, you, you're, you're on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling already. Why are you fucking busting this dude's chops who's just coming up? Yeah, you know, making him feel like a piece of shit, like, like. That that's more of a reflection on you than anybody else, man. Yeah, and, and I just I get that vibe from the Bucks, like, and maybe it's founded, maybe it isn't. You know, yeah. maybe I maybe I'm fucking being worked like a mark. Maybe, like, yeah. it could be fucking we absolutely. Know, we don't know, but it's like, man, it's true. Like, I just I've just heard like so many horror stories, dude. This is, you know, like. The business, especially towards women, towards like you know, yeah. like everything, like it's just bad. It's just bad. The wrestling business, like in general, like and and I'm sure, like we don't even know, like the you know, we have barely scratched the surface of how like bad it really is. But with some of that like dark side of the ring stuff is exposed. Holy and, like, fuck, dude! And the like way, the like, fucking Jimmy Snooker shit, where like yeah. like th th this dude fucking killed this woman. Like th th there, it's it's fucking like. You know. And oh, and Vince yeah. McMahon crazy. showed up with a fucking suitcase full of money. Like, see, it's crazy. Like, it's like <laughs> crazy when you hear this shit. Like, it's it's crazy. The wrestling business, like, it's crazy. And just that plane ride from hell shit. And it's like, and and just other shit that you've heard. Like, you know, like, 
I'm just like, man, like it, it is crazy. Like, and and look, and it's proof is in the pudding of all this Vince McMahon stuff coming out now, right? Yeah. Like, like at all the money, hush money he's paid out that's just being discovered, and they're finding more shit and more shit that's banned the last 20 years. And you know what? I'm sure shit is further than that, but that's yeah. only been since the company's gone corporate and public and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure right. that's all they're going to cover. But think about it. Like when you're in that position of power and you run this shit, you know, like you're going to be fucking like, you're going to be a monster. You're going to be a tyrant. You do whatever you fucking want. It's like that yeah. Homelander. Like, well, if you watch the right. boys, Homelander so fucking power. He's like Superman, but like, but he's bad. And he's like, I could do whatever fuck I want. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. I'm I'm sure that's how Vince McMahon feels. Like, you know what I'm saying? Owning that company, running that shit. Like, I'm the fucking man. I can do what the fuck I want. I'm going to do what the fuck I want with you. Here's your money. Shut the fuck up. Nobody could do anything for, to me. Especially when he got away with fucking that steroid trial with the fucking government coming after him. And he fucking was acquitted. And, like, like how fucking must you feel after that? Being like, I'm untouchable. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like I, I'm i literally untouchable. Yeah, 100%. You know? Like, you know? Dude. But I, I guess it's, it, like, I, I've just always had, like, this kind of gang mentality. Like, when it's me and my friends, it's like, it's us against them. And yeah. we're all in this together. And even if you say some fucked up shit in public that I totally disagree with, up to a point, I got your fucking back. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. might take you aside after we're done. Like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't feel like Sean was ever like that. And I, and mm. and by extension, I don't feel that the Bucks are like that. Yeah. I feel like the Bucks are really all about themselves. And I, I just feel like there's too many stories of them keeping, like, keeping a real tight rein on that, you know, tag mm. team division. Yeah. You know, not not pushing some of these up and coming. Look at the fucking acclaim, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but they're but, but they're getting over like so. So the thing is, is like, listen, like, and it's almost like again, like almost like not enough time or for everybody or whatever. But like to me, I feel like the the acclaim still got like a long time ahead of them, right? Like, yeah, they're getting, they're getting over the rap gimmick is getting over. Like they have their little angles here and there. Like it's not like the title picture. They're not winning titles. They do lose matches here and there or whatever. But now like you see how they're kind of getting over as baby faces. And now I feel like you're going to see them get the big push now. You're going to yeah, see. I hope so. Push. You know, I love the acclaim. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like from the very beginning when I saw them, but you saw them being used. They were like a heel kind of like job, but almost job or tag team. You yep. know what I'm saying? But you saw the popularity, you saw the popularity, and then they would get their wins on dark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get their yeah. wins on dark. You know, lose lose to the big names, but then they would get their wins too. And it's like no rush. Like to me, future tag team champions for fucking sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, and Max Caster, like it's to me, Max Caster is the one like that really has like that personality and the shit. Like, and he's got the size. I see definitely big things for him. Bowens, when he's been on his own, like I don't know, not the same. Like you know, what I'm yeah. saying? Doesn't, have, doesn't he's solid in the ring, but just doesn't have that same personality when he's not with Max Caster. So I don't know. Yeah, no, and I I, I enjoy their matches. I like their ring work. Like yeah. his fucking I I does he write his own shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's some of that shit is fucking funny. Like you're just like, oh shit. You know, it's the Cena stuff, like from back in the day, like when Cena was doing it, and it's like, 
you know, I think it's been a, enough time has passed where like somebody would be like, oh, well, that he's just ripping it off or whatever. Like nobody's really done it since Cena. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I think now, he does it better than Cena. And I think Cena even admitted that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause Cena was like, you know, like he does it like uh, like to the beat of the the theme where like Cena did his shit like acapella, like or whatever, like right. Yeah, so I re- I remember reading that interview, you know. So, but it it was time, like, and and listen, that's a gimmick that's proven to get over because that's how Cena got over. That's yep. how be- he became the fastest rising star on SmackDown because he was just insulting these dudes on his you know in a rap on the way to the ring, and yep. essentially it's this it's that same formula. And 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 the same formula that they're doing with Cena. It was like he was heel at first, getting booed. He would lose, but he's still cutting those raps. And now, but now the fans are cheering him, and they're getting popular. So, dude, they're gonna be like the most over thing in like another fucking six months or whatever. Yeah, you know I agree. Saying? I agree. I, I I love to see it. Love to see it because those those two dudes seem like there again. Those two two dudes seem like legit good dudes, and yeah. I I, lo- I like it when good good people get over you know what i mean like especially you know if i hear a lot of chatter and it's like constant chatter about like this dude being difficult to work with or this dude you know not selling shit when he should have or you know whatever the case might be like it, it it really puts a sour taste in my mouth and i know it should be real world should be separate from wrestling but i i have a hard time doing it i have a hard time yeah, yeah. Hopefully, well, hopefully, whatever with the but. Hopefully, that's just not the case. Um, I just know they're big advocates for tag team wrestling, like, and that's yeah. why like AEW focuses on like tag team wrestling, like the way they do. So I'm thankful for that at least, because at least you know tag team wrestling in that company seems like a big deal. Like you know the tag team championships are always sort of focused on. Um, yep. They got the trios championships now being introduced and stuff. Like I don't that. know how I feel about that. Yeah, like uh. You know, like other companies like Ring of Honor and, and New Japan, like, have these things. Like, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, again, the, the roster's stacked, right? It's yep. it, At the end of the day, to me, it's, it's sort of just putting shine, like, on another set of talents, right? Yeah. And anybody those talents, like, interact with. Now you just have more stakes of whatever's going on, like, on television. Like, oh, now this is, ain't just a trios match. Oh, like, the trios match could now lead somewhere. These guys are, might wrestle for the titles, you know, soon. So... You know, just kind of puts a little bit more uh, emphasis yeah. on things, you know? Yeah, I don't mind. The the trios is the limit, though, for me. When yeah. they start doing the four-man tags and the fucking six-man, like, like, I get it. You have a ton of talent, but, like, this isn't the way, this isn't the way to showcase it, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel like it can, it can get to be too much. You know, I'm kind of over the, um, What's their fucking battle royal with the with the suits? The casino battle royal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like I lay off it's that like for their rumble. It's like the, almost like their royal rumble, which actually like now they did that royal rampage, which was essentially like a royal rumble, right? That you, yeah. you saw that on rampage like from a yeah. few weeks ago. You know, but yeah, that the casino battle royal was almost before that their royal rumble. Just kind of like, yeah, the fuck guys come out five at a time, and then you have the wild card at the end. Um, but they do use it's not like a thing that's once a year. They do use that like what like a few times a year. Like yeah, these matches. Yeah. So um I you know, again, early, like you know, early in you know, in the company, it's their three years in existence at this point. Yeah, you know, about to go on their fourth, you know. So it's just like to me, like trial and error shit. Like, let's see what 
you know, sometimes I feel like it's like, let's throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, um, no, but- and I, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give a fuck if I didn't overall love the product. Right. Yeah. Like if, if, it, it's like the Marvel shit to me. Like, I don't even I don't even watch it anymore because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think the product is good, but I, I love AEW and I want it to be good. So that's why I have, like, criticisms about it. It's not that I hate the fucking product or I, I want it to fucking go away or anything like that. If I didn't care, I wouldn't give a fuck and I wouldn't say boo about it. You know, yeah. just be like, oh, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I think their talent is fucking great. I th- I think they have a lot of good things going and you know and then it's just like oh why are you guys doing this man like you're better than that more than like fuck this product this product sucks or, or any of that bullshit it's it it's because I want it to be good and because I want it to be excellent that I that I get pissed off when I see some fucking wackadoo you know fucking tope suicidas every fucking match or you know mult it's not even every match. It's like fucking multiple. Like, it's like, it's like, gay. Hey, like fucking pump the brakes on this shit. Yeah, like we yeah. just saw three of them in the, in the previous match. And now you're fucking doing it. And like, sometimes the setup is so bad, dude. Like, like you just have like four guys, like just standing in a fucking circle. Uh, and then it's like, Tope suicide. It's like, you know, like, it's come coming. on. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Like, and I feel like, man, that's where, like, again, AEW guess maybe be a new company or yeah. like, they, like, like, then that or, or the wrestlers are given, you know, I hear they're given a lot more free reign to kind of put their matches together. But then, like, that's showing you the fault of that, right? Like, I remember, like, it was like one of those like movies. Like, it might have been the wrestler or whatever. Remember wrestler? Big yeah, oh, yeah, great film. You know, yeah, love it. And they fucking kind of you know gave you a peek backstage and the guys were talking like oh like well you working the leg tonight okay you working the leg okay we will get the neck we got the neck tonight like it's like i feel like the, the 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 guys aren't talking to each other that are putting these matches together so you do sometimes see a lot of similar spots like yeah. in the matches and it's like hey man if you saw this spot in this match you shouldn't be seeing it like in the next match Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It should be tighter, like in that way, and it's not. Like you know what I'm saying? So I definitely that criticism I definitely see, for, like for and sure. It, sure. It, it's only because I love the product, right? It, yeah. It's not because I am like shitting on the product because I hate it. No, like I'm shitting on it because I want it. I want it to be better, and it's just like if I'm seeing that, and I'm pretty much I'm not like a fucking wrestling guru, right? But if yeah. I'm seeing that and saying, well, hey, wait, man, like. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. all right. So I need to ask your prediction. Who's gonna team up with the Young Bucks? And like, so who are the Young Bucks teaming up with to win those trios uh, championships? With I think they're gonna take it. <laughs> yeah, I think they're probably gonna take it. And I, I like smart money is on Kenny. Kenny Omega, you think he's ready? You think he's ready to come? Come back. It's been a while. Like, I. Who else I feel like could that's it really what they be? were waiting for, right? Yeah, I feel like that's what they were waiting for. Like, I know Brandon was like, "Hey, what about me?" After ta- you know, Hangman turned them down, and they still shit on him. That's like another thing, also. Like, it's a little confusing. Like, I know that they don't really so much maybe do the heel face dynamic too too much, or you know, throw it in your face. But I'm like, they were kind of trying to make you think like, okay, the Bucks turned face. 
yeah. or you know whatever but they still kind of treat brandon like shit like in those backstage skits they still kind of like they've done nothing to really like endear themselves to the fans to be like oh yeah like i want to cheer for these guys like i want right. to see them you know like be like oh yeah like i could get behind them they've just, they've been dicks in storyline like in all the backstage stuff and shit that they've done so it's like you know like yeah like oh we, you know we're trying to tease this hangman like reunion because they're friends and i feel like some of that's been okay but in but in every other aspect i'm like there's no reason they've really given us no reason to cheer for the young bucks really right. well, like, you know what i'm saying like they've still yeah. been assholes in a in a way on on television you know what i'm saying right so, like you're treating this dude like that's nothing but loyal to you like obviously loves you guys and you yeah. treat him like he's a fucking piece of shit you know, it's it's like when FTR started like really getting cheered, even when they were heels, you know, and then you know they they turn face with the whole Wardlow shit. They're like, look, like what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And then they cut Tully Blanchard loose, and like now now they like people just pop for them. Yeah, they love them. You know, because they, they there was this perception of them being kind of dicks, and then it's like, no, well, like. They they are dicks, but like they're not bad. people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they they were able to flip it, and the, like I just don't think the young bucks can can like acting wise pull that off. And and like you said, like why would you continue like being dickheads to this dude who's nothing but loyal to you? Yeah, yeah. Like if you wanted to start showing like a babyface turn, start showing to be like nicer to Brandon. Like you know what I'm saying? Like all right, Brandon. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. You know, like shit like that, because then to me that's subtle, that's storyline. Like, oh, they're shifting like their attitude. Because listen, right. if you if you're a heel, like 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 they were for so long, then treat the dude like shit, like they had been. Because it's like that's right. what you do as a heel. But now, like they're sort of trying to present them almost as baby faces, but they're not acting like baby faces. Like no, no, they, I think they're they're expecting the fans to buy into them being baby faces, like they like happened with FTR. Yeah. Where they were heels, but people fucking pop for them, you know. And and I think the Bucks are expecting that, but they're not giving us anything to even go off of, right? I don't know. And I I love watching Red Dragon just beat the fuck out of them. I won't lie. (laughs) Like I was like, all right, because I I actually really like Red Dragon. I'm not a big Adam Cole fan, but like the dude can work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I love Adam Cole, man. I love Adam Cole. Like, you know, I know he's like a little small and yeah, not that, really too muscular, whatever. But I like his mic skills, his act. Like to me, his acting, like the whole, like everything he does when he does a backstage skit, his, yep. his mic skill. Like again, he doesn't come across the scripted to me. And then his yep. in ring skills are impeccable too. Like he and he sells shit. He yep. sells shit. Yep. That's like I. I feel like a lot of these like indie guys like. They don't like you gotta you gotta build a story and I, I understand there's a time restraint and like you can't you can't sell the fucking the slam for 15 minutes, you know, but like sell it like somewhat. And the other big problem I have, Jose, that really fucking bothers me is the finishing shit. Like yeah. back in the day, it was like if you got hit with an RKO, you were fucking done. Yeah, it, you yeah. were done for the most part. Very rarely would somebody kick out of a finisher. Now yeah. it's like, like these dudes have like several fucking finishers, and people kick out of them all the. They it's do like it all the time, yeah. Like you're, you're kind of ruining the shine of it, you know. 
Yeah. Like you said about the Canadian destroyer when that would that was a finishing move. Now it's just like a like you just get a Canadian destroyer on a Tuesday, you yep. know, and it, yep. it's not a big fucking de- like that hurts the business. Yeah. You know, it yeah. hurts the business when people are juicing ev- every week. You know, I think they need to pull the I the blood doesn't bother like I'm not like the blood bothered. No, yeah. it's it's just you got to make that shit count. Special, yeah, you got to make it special. You got to make it special when it's when you're seeing it all the time. It's not special. So, and that's the thing. Like I feel like oh, like maybe they feel like they're trying to compete. They got to show like oh, we're a little bit more hardcore, we're more raunchy. But like, dude, it's it's like you said, like like even with the matches, the crazy matches, like save it for like a blow off to a feud, not like just yes. like. Oh, we're just having a match, and it's gonna be a hardcore match. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just like that. Like right. Jeff Hardy when he came into the company, like every match he had was some sort of like extreme match, and he was fucking going through a table, climbing up a ladder, going through a table. Like, dude, like what are you doing? Like, like you save can't it. handle that. Yeah, like you know, maybe I felt like man, maybe <laughs> and maybe rightfully so, right? Because look, now he's not there because he got into his shit again. But they're just trying to get as much footage as they can of him doing crazy shit for the highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? Because who knows how long we have him? And look, <laughs> it, happened. it happened. Well, I'm worried about Darby, man. Like oh Darby, like, dude, he does all this crazy shit, but to me, that's the youth, right? Like he's young. Yeah. But but like, but he knows he's like he's like, I know my style, like. I'm not gonna last till I'm 40. He's like, I know that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he's gonna try to get the most out of it. Oh, now. has he like, said that really? He said that. Yeah, he said that. Because I'm like, yo, some of the shit he does. I'm just like, dude, like, no. Like, like, like there's no, there's no need, right? Because to me, I'm like, it's a work. So it's like, yeah. what are you doing? But he's like, yo, like, balls to the wall. He's like, if I'm done at 30, 32, you know, whatever, like, fuck it. Like it is what it is, type shit. Like. You know? Yeah, but like, yeah, like That's I, I get. Smart, it's not smart. I get being done, but like somebody who has had a broken back and lives in constant fucking pain, like yeah, you you might be okay with that when you're you know a twenty year old dude and you say that shit, but like okay, when you're forty and you can barely get out of fucking bed, like was it like Mick Mick says it, you know Mick says it. He's all he, like he's better than he was. You know he had both hips replaced and he like. It doesn't hurt to watch him walk, but oh, it, at the same point, it's like, would you, would you fucking, would you trade that bump that you took on a fucking house show on the fucking concrete? You know, like, like at some point you have to like measure your, your risk versus reward. But then, like, I love watching him. He's fucking amazing. But it like in the back of my head, I'm like, dude, like you're not going to be able to walk when you're 40. Like is yeah. it is is it worth is it worth having Ethan Page throw you down the fucking concrete steps? Yeah, yeah, totally agree, dude. Totally agree. Like especially like you said, like who's gonna remember that fucking random crazy bump that you did on a dynamite on a random Wednesday dynamite when you've done it like so many times? So it's like, yeah, you might like have that idea or like, oh yeah, fucking you know, Darby Allen, he's the fucking man. He's done this, but like. Are like are they gonna remember anything specific? Like you know, it's like no, you're just yeah. throwing yourself out there. Like and it's like and there's no need for it. It's like work yeah. smarter, not harder. Like yeah. pro- prolong your career. Like it, dude, it's true. I I totally agree because dude, that night when we were there, last time we were there in person in May, 
Um, it was Jeff versus Darby in that fucking Owen Hart qualifier, and it was hardcore. And um, that fucking pump, that fucking Darby did the swan dive off the ladder to Jeff on the chairs. We were like, oh my God, like, no, like, like the people in the audience, like you would think, oh, they're bloodthirsty. This is what they want to see. And even people, I was like, no, please don't do it. Like, don't do that, Darby. And then, like, when Jeff did his like swanton and fucking to the outside to hit Darby and he missed and caught the fucking steps, like the steps, it was like, Dude, like, no, like, what are you doing? Like, we don't want to see that. We don't no. want to see you hurt yourself. Like, you know, like, it was crazy, man. Like, yeah, and I, I like, I, I love watching him, and he's super fucking great. To, but, it, like, in the back of my head, like, somebody, like I said, that's dealing with constant fucking pain. Like, dude, don't do this to yourself. Like, yeah. like, like, save that for a big show. Like, save that for the end of a feud. And and even the Eddie Kinks, like I love Eddie, and like that dude has like five moves that he can do, and he's fucking out of shape as shit. But like <laughs> I love watching that motherfucker. But it's like Eddie, every match doesn't have to be, you know, like it's always a fucking... chop. Like he always does it, like it's like the chop fest or whatever. Yeah, style like that's his style, kind of. Yeah, you know, and like, I like I like that that hard style, but it's like, dude, like every match doesn't have to be a fucking baseball bat match. Yeah, you know, yeah. like just have a fucking good match, Eddie. And like that, his best match, in my opinion, was him and Jericho at uh, the paper. What two pay per views ago or whatever? Mm. Like that was a fucking great match, and it, there was no gimmicks. Like you told a fucking story and it was fucking amazing. Like yeah. now it's just this this gimmick spot fest. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, and like I, I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it's not that I'm picking apart because I hate it. I'm picking it apart because I love it and it could be better. Like yes. just you know, like some of the the shit they've been doing with Wardlow has been really whack. Like the whole fucking security guard, like I feel like ever since he won the title, I feel like ever since he won the title, it's like, like, where is he? Like, I feel like I'm barely seeing him. Where before we saw him week to week to week. But yeah. what's happening with Warlow this week? Oh, what's going on with Warlow this week? And it's like, now it's like he won the title. And it's like, now, oh, what's happening with Warlow? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I, I mean, they, they're working that Jay Lethal angle. And I think him and FTR, they're going to do a three-way with FTR and the, 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 the fucking, that dude is creepy looking, the big dude. Santam Singh, I oh, think. Oh, Adam Singh, yeah, Adam Singh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him work, uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I. He seems I okay for a big man in a couple of matches I've seen. He hits like a pretty decent like cross body, like you know. Again, yeah. he's he's big, but definitely looks better than the great Kali in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it looks like he's like a he's a big man that can move around and stuff like that. Doesn't look like that awkward or whatever. So I mean, Hager know. is terrible. Hager, man, like, say, Hager, I feel like he's just there is, like, just dressing in the background. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he's just a goon. Like, yeah, his punch, yeah. like, his punches are terrible. Like, he reminds me of fucking Lurch. Like, just don't say anything, Jake. Like, he, he's yeah. fucking Lurch, man. Uh, like, you rang. Like. Uh, I know, man. I mean, AEW, man, they have a lot of things I love, but they do have a lot of things to work on and stuff like mm. that. You know, WWE, you know, again, like, I think, it was very challenging to watch being PG, not yeah. really being written for us. And then you're seeing a show that's coming like a little bit more balls to the wall with the language and whatnot. So it makes almost WWE seem worse in comparison. 
But, you know, with the changes, with, you know, changes in the guard with Triple H coming on, I've seen a noticeable improvement. And AEW, like, again, not perfect by any means, but I see a lot more good than bad. In, in yeah, no, I, I and, 100% agree with that statement. Know, There's yeah. way more good than bad. I just think their roster is too big. They 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 need to figure out a way to, like you said, showcase more people. You know, like I think that's a great idea if you had these ten guys that this this is what you're based off of, and then you 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 kind of cycle in, you know, yeah. you cycle in feuds with people. Yeah. You know, yeah. like fucking Murder Bird. Like where's fucking Murder Bird? Oh, but he's in Japan doing the G1 climax. So me and Wes has been covering that. Like we got to catch up. Like we're way behind it because it's like a month-long tournament like about yep. 14 15 nights total like really grueling because uh it's uh there's what is it 28 man like in in the tournament and then it's four different blocks everybody it's a round robin tournament everybody has yep. to wrestle everybody in their own block so it's crazy man but he's been in japan he's in, he's part of that okay there. so that's why that, that's that's the thing i love about aew too they allow and it, it's good and it's bad. They allow these dudes to do like some of the independent shit. Yeah, it's good it. be, because you that. allow people to make money. But let's say, let's say, what if they get you, hurt doing that? Yeah, you're pushing stuff. somebody for an angle, and you know they break their fucking leg. Yeah, like yep. now what? Now, yeah. now you have to you have to be fluid with with how you're booking shit because. You know, all it takes is one, like one bad fucking bump, and nope. And you it's know, happened. The, it's yeah, happened. it's happened on the show where they had to pivot, and you know, but maybe that's the benefit also of having like the big roster. So it's oh okay, yeah, shit, like this guy got hurt. Okay, let's plug this guy in. You know what I'm saying? Like right, and they and they could do it. not not the most ideal situation, but you know, like always possible. But dude, like I mean, I think that's part of another reason why I love AEW so much yeah. is that they they allow that. You know what I'm saying? Because now I could see AEW talent on my local independent show in Queens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I can meet these dudes up close and personal and watch right. them in a ring, like literally, like right there in front of me. Like, you know what I'm saying? In this more intimate setting. And it's the true spirit of like what they're calling these people, which are independent contractors. So if you're an independent contractor, I should be able to work for you when you're contracting me on this Wednesday or this Monday or this Friday. And then yep. if I and then I should be able to work here on Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, when you don't need me, I should be yeah. able to do whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. Like there there isn't there is a downside, you know, like if I'm pushing you as my tag like Moxley fought Effie this weekend. Yeah, dude, I saw that. I saw that match. It was was it good? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, Chris. I don't know how I feel up. about Mox. Like, I feel yeah. like he's in. Like, Regal should talk for him because his whole fucking bit is getting a little like it's like you're a Dollar Tree Stone Cold. And you're, I like you, I like his promos and stuff like that. Like, it's his in ring work that's not super impressive to me. Like, yeah. But I like like his character. Like I like okay. his promo. Like like I like the way he cuts his promo. Like I think that's definitely like his strength. But it's like it's his in ring work. Where and listen, I love like the the paradigm shift, the fucking yep. death rider, whatever they call it. Like so he does that bully choke. Like there's certain things that it's like oh, like it's cool. But overall, I'm just like eh. Like it's usually his, his matches. The quality of them depend on who he's who he's wrestling. You know yes. what I'm saying? It has he to be leads. somebody that's usually better than him. And if they're usually like better in ring performer than he is, then the match turns out to be a good match. <laughs> like, you know what right. I mean? 
If they're not, then it's like it's an okay match. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking forward to the CM Punk Mox match. I think that's gonna be a fucking yeah. banger. Yeah, especially that, after seeing the face to face this past Wednesday on Dynamite. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I think him getting hurt was a big monkey wrench in their in their plans. Like I think that that was I think that was really a scramble. And I don't know if I would have given the belt to Mox. I don't yeah. You know, I think I, I think I would have given it to, I would have given it to a heel. I really, I, I think the, like, yes, it's old school and territory shit, the heel, you know, baby face shit. But I, I like, I feel like if you do too many, like baby face, baby face matches, it like kind of, you kind of lose something there, you know, yeah. and is Mox totally a baby face? I don't know. I would say yes, but. Like he does some really non-traditional babyface shit, so it's like, okay, yeah. where what is he really? More tweener, kind of like like the way a Stone Cold would have been, like the way you brought up the, the Stone Cold comparison like earlier. Yeah, and it's true. Like I, I see what you're saying. Like I felt like they could have done a lot more with the interim aspect, like like going outside the box with who the champion is going to be, because yeah. it's like if it's the interim championship it's not really counting right it's sort of like a separate lineage or whatever so yeah like to me like i was saying like when we were covering like forbidden door or whatever like i was like i would love it if tanahashi won this and give tanahashi like an unexpected run like as this AEW interim champion because yeah nobody would have expected it and if he drops it to somebody else or whatever then okay it still doesn't matter because it's the interim championship like it's whoever's gonna unify that where it's gonna be like okay now this counts <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So, so i felt like they could have had some outside the box champions because it wasn't gonna it wasn't in the plans anyway right you had to kind of swerve because punk got hurt you right. know what I'm saying? so he's still champion but now you got an interim champion so i felt like they could have done in more interesting things there instead of just maybe going with the safe bet like okay moxie's popular we'll just go with him like you know what i'm saying like, right who's already know. had the belt yeah yeah, yeah absolutely exactly. like give it to samoa joe yeah you know, you know like somebody unexpected i was saying kyle o'reilly i was like yeah. kyle o'reilly was in that thing like like he they were giving him that quick little push where he was winning matches winning matches winning matches yep. like oh shit like give it to him unexpectedly like you know what i'm saying in that whole lead up you know, I, I thought they should have went in that direction, and they they just went with like old faithful. They went with old. Yeah, they went. You know, they like, went with the the bankable money where they could have done something really interesting. And like I said, you know, like I love AEW. Like it's gotten me back into wrestling. You know, I, we watch yeah. it live when we can, and like, you know, it's it's all the shit's all on DVR, and you know, and Sally likes it too. She like. Nice. She gets all nerved up, and you know she's a huge Wardlow Mark. She, she <laughs> loves fucking Dax. <laughs> nice. So you know it, it, it's something fun that, and like, is watching wrestling going to change your life and make you a better person? No, but it, it's just this media that that's it's fun, it's enjoyable to watch. It's like that old like it's like shepherd's pie. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, is it is it like gonna change your worldview or make you a better person no but it's just something that's enjoyable to watch and you can watch it for two hours and just kind of forget about your bullshit you know yeah. what i mean you can yeah. kind of like get into it and it's not like you know you're not like well what does that mean like is that a political statement about blah 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 or you know you know it, it's just 
it's just entertainment that you can just sit there and watch and enjoy and take it for what it is, you know, at the end of the day. I totally agree, dude. Like, you know, wrestling, it's meant to be enjoyed, dude. It's a hobby, like anything else. Yeah. Like we collect toys, we're into these Marvel movies, like anything else in pop culture. It's just, it's a part of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That male soap opera that, you know, again, like you could have your little lulls, you could be out of it here and there, but overall, just like a, an enjoyable experience, you know? Like, I appreciate the athleticism that goes yes. into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like there's almost just like nothing else like like it it's its own like little thing like you know like and i i i'm really glad to see a resurgence of it you know like there was a lull there in the early 2000s where it was like like okay it was just a wwe product and it was fucking stale and old and you know i feel like people fell off from it and now now you have all these choices you know like you have You have WWE, you have AEW, you have GCW, you know, you have, you, you have fucking chances are if you live in any kind of metropolitan area that there's a local independent show that, you know, you could go with, you you know, 20 bucks, you get in and you have a good time and yeah, it's not like the big name guys and probably not all the matches are bangers, but I get, I'll tell you what, there's probably probably people you never heard of that fucking you should have yep. and they're out there doing work and you can see them for short dollars you know <laughs> dude um you say that right like the the sunday that bacon's over like there's an independent like my local independent show hog they're running a, a new spot like actually in the city like in manhattan because they usually operate out of queens yeah. And, you know, Eddie Kingston's wrestling. They brought in a guy from New Japan. The Briscoes are going to be wrestling. Like, like, and, and there's some other guys. And it's like, shit, like, I want to see that show. But, it, like, I'm going to be coming off the plane. Like, if I go straight there after coming off the plane, I might miss, like, the first 45 minutes or an hour of the show. And But I'll be able to see it. Like, I'm thinking about doing that because I don't want to miss that show. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. And, I mean, it's great. It's great that you have that you- – it sucks that you have to make that decision of like, okay, like, like FTR was close to us and I'm fucking kicking myself. Cause I didn't go Yeah, like they were there. They had a meet and greet. It was like with, with tickets, it was like 90 bucks. And I was just mm-hmm. like, uh, and now I'm yeah. like, fuck, like I could have seen, cool. yeah, I could have seen cool. FTR with Bret Hart managing them. Oh shit. Nice. And I yeah. like, I, I didn't go. And like, I, and even I if you didn't I'm, do the photo op, you could have probably just paid like 15, 20 bucks general admission to the show just to see them like wrestle or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever and I like, I'm kicking myself. Like I didn't go, like I'm kind of a fucking, like, I don't like doing a whole lot. Like I'm kind of a homebody, you know? And like, um, yeah, yeah. Like I, AEW was in Worcester, which is, you know, half an hour from my house and it's like not Boston. So it's easy to get in and out. And yeah. like it, I told Sally, I'm like, look, the next the next AEW event where we're going. She's like, for real? I was like, yeah. We'll Dude, just fucking we'll fun. go. I've never been to a live wrestling show. So oh, dude, you gotta do it, dude. It's fun. I've done ECW. I've done WCW, WWF, you know, AEW now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, me and the fam are going back to Grand Slam in September. You know, when they come back to Queens and the Arthur yeah. Ashe Stadium, like that show was amazing the last time, and we've done there too. Uh, 
their two shows when they come to the UBS arena, like which is a yep. new arena out there in Queens. Dude, like it's fun, but the, but especially the independent shows because it's a lot more intimate. You're closer to the action. Yeah, like you're not getting all the big names, but you do get names that appear on those shows, like you know, right. like and um it's just it's just fun it's just just a good night man it's and very entertaining like if you enjoy pro wrestling i like i think you'd enjoy it like you know because I'm, I'm the same way like i like to stay home like you know like there was a gcw show that like was just recently in the city i could have went and i was kicking my ass like i was home i could have went and i was just being lazy like i was like ah, I didn't feel yeah like traveling. It, it, you know, like, and like sometimes i get it like it it's just like, do I really like, especially going into Boston for me, that's, that's an hour ride and oh. I'm dealing with fucking nonsense. Like, I don't really know. I know my way around, but I don't really know my way around. And it was like an AEW event. It's the middle of the week. So that means I'm probably going to have to take Thursday off. Cause I'm yeah. not going to get home till late yeah. fucking two in the morning, three in the morning. And I got to get up at five, like. Yeah, worth like it, it worth it, worth it, bro. It's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think next time they come to Worcester, that you know, I'll take I'll take the day off, and I'll I'll just get two tickets for me and Sal. And we'll go. She'll wear her fucking mid shirt, and uh, you know, I'll wear my FT. <laughs> great. She both loves and hates MJF. MJF, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he needs to like. I I hope this isn't a shoot. Like I hope it's a work. I hope they resolve. I hope they resolve it too, because it would suck for him to be just be on the shelf until this contract is up in another eighteen months or whatever. And he's then, too valuable, dude. Yeah. He's like I feel like he's he's the best young guy they have on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, forget it. He's the one that he gets. He has the mic skills. He gets the heat, like for sure, for sure. Like, and he's smart, dude. He like. He doesn't what? wrestle all the time, yeah, you know, like, and he doesn't take huge bumps. Yeah. He could be that Ric Flair that has his fucking farewell match at 70. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, he, you know, he, he's he's smart about the shit. His, his potential is unlimited. And initially I was like, ah, the MJF, like whatever. When I first, first saw him, I'm like, I thought he was overdoing it with the smarminess or whatever. But he has upped his game like in the last three, four years. And I'm like. If it's a situation of money, like, I feel like, you know what? Like, I can see both sides. Like, we signed you to a contract. You agreed to these terms. Like, live it out. But I feel like he right. has delivered. So, he should definitely get, like, a bump in pay. Yeah. Like, I think I think the thing is, is Tony's willing to give him the bump in pay, but he wants him to sign an extended deal, and he doesn't want to sign an, an extension for the extra money. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just wants to make the extra money without the extension. So I see both sides, but I'm like, man, like, listen, like, he is worth it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He is worth, like, the money. I'm sure he's worth more than what you're paying him. Um, So give him the little bump and then see what happens. Like, you know, like, I don't know, man. So do, know. do you do you, th do you think that – do you think that's legit? I think it's it's – it's funny how they could fucking work a situation like a shoot situation into a work, but just the fact that we haven't seen him like, and listen, it was all during that whole forbidden door shit. He didn't need to be involved in that, but now it's been a month, a month and a half, like since that, like almost two months now and still haven't seen him and no mention of it. And then on those post-show like media scrums, uh, Dave asked Tony, like, hey, MJF or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to talk about that or whatever. And, like, Tony, in a way, like, 
I told my brother about it. I was like, yo, dude, you should have seen this dude's face. Like a reporter asked him about MJF. And he played it off like cool and nonchalant. Like, hey, I ain't going to talk about that. Like, no, there's a lot of great, a bunch of other great things that happened on the show tonight. We'll focus on that. But then for like a quick second, he had a look on his face like he wanted to kill the reporter that asked him the question. Oh, about really? MJF. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, like he couldn't hide like the fucking like, oh, my God. No like, shit. So, so I think it's a very real situation, you know. They let MJF kind of vent on TV, which is kind of crazy to me. You know, what I'm that, saying? that's but, the thing. That's the one thing that that I that I want to say that it's a work. Yes, like they let him go yeah. off the. Yes, and if if they if it was really a shoot, they would have cut his fucking mic and they would have edited all that out. Yeah, yeah, same thing. That's the thing that makes me feel like eh. But we haven't seen him, and you know, so I don't know. I don't know. But that's the thing, right? That's when pro wrestling is at its best when you don't know. Yeah, because you don't know. know. Like, what is this real? Is this fake? Yeah, like, yeah. and and you know that the you are you know as a kind of a smart mark, you know that it's it, that it's you know all work, but like, what's a work and what isn't a work? Yeah, yep. When they have that, man, that's 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 a good thing. And AEW does that sometimes. Like that's how WCW used to do back in the day, like during those NWO days. And you'd be like, oh wait a minute, like. This shit just happened, and you're like, wait, that didn't seem like that was supposed to happen. Like, it made you suspend your disbelief, like, you know? Like, right. And pretty much, like, everything you see on television is a work. So, essentially, that promo that he gave was a work. Like, Tony let him go out and cut that promo, and I'm sure knew more or less what he was going to say. But I think he let him do that, like, and it was, and it's, but it is a real-life situation, you know? But, you know, like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I feel like Tony... I don't know. I see both sides. I see yeah. MJF's argument that I, that I'm worth more. I signed this contract, yes, but I but I've been hitting home runs, so pay me. And I see Tony like, well, listen, I'm willing to pay you, but now but you got to stay longer than the end of next year. Like you know, like I see that because now I'm going to give you more money. I'm investing in you. I'm going right. to be giving you a push. I'm not going to give you give 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 give, and then you're just going to fucking go to the next company. Like you know, right. you got to think about it like that. You know, right, like I'm not going to build up. I'm not going to pay you more and have your stock rise, like so you're even more of an asset. And you go to the you go to WWE, who has probably deeper pockets. Yes, and will pay and will pay you more than I like. And I just invested all this time and energy into you and put you in the spotlight, and now you're gonna fucking dip. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a dilemma, man. It's a it's a dilemma. I, wherever he wherever he goes, Jose, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch it because the like I I just think his fucking like I haven't seen his level of mic skills from somebody so young since the fucking Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you good, know man. like he's good. He's good. He is good. He is good. Like I, I watched that promo with Punk. Him and Punk going back and forth those 20 minutes, like, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, like, and it's like, I watch that, like, every, like at least once a month since that shit's been fucking since that happened. Or the, the, the whole promo where he's like, I was made fun of, I was the only Jewish kid, yeah, blah, like, blah, dude, like, yeah. and, and people were, like, tearing up and cheering yeah. the dude. And, and Punk then was like, is that real? Like, Punk was like, is that real? Like, like they made it like, oh, my God, like, you know, like. Oh, and then shit. he fucking, like, ultimate heel, heel move. He's like, fuck you. You know, it, it was, it, dude, it was so, so good. And 
that that's a AEW is missing MJF. Like they they're really they're missing that ver- they don't have a heel who's got good mic skills in my opinion. Malachi Black, but they they're really he's like he's not getting this the, that that focus focus like that I feel like he should be like it's him he's not getting that focus. Um and again Adam Cole like just you know yeah. dealing with those injuries like he's the next one I feel but you know, like now they got to work him back in. He had the shoulder injury. Is he fully yeah. cleared? We got to see. You know, he's going to be in this angle with the Bucks. And 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 listen to me, I'm looking forward to that undisputed elite versus you know the elite. You know, which is you know the young Bucks and Kenny. Like that those those trios matches that feud. Like I think that's what why they were holding off on those trios titles. And they're just like, all right, fuck it, we're just going to bring it out. Um, but that that's going to be classic. You know what I'm saying? Like they did. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to on the horizon with them, man. It's just like, but again, you know, you know, not everything is a home run, and and we just we want no, everything they, to be like. I would rather I would rather see them swing and miss on something like wacky. You know what I mean? Like I would rather see them swing and miss than, like you said, put Moxley in that interim title shot. You know, yeah. they, they could have given it to fucking Dante Martin. You know, they could have yeah. given it. Like to any like some rando that people are like what the fuck yeah and then just let that dude get some shine I, you that's know what I said. my man my pick would have been Kyle Kyle O'Reilly because he was yep. getting that mini he was getting that mini push at that time and I think it came down to him and Mox right because he won that battle royal to face Moxley in that main event right. and I was like and I was like oh we'll give it to Kyle O'Reilly give it to Kyle O'Reilly like you know what I'm saying but like why wouldn't you because it, it yeah. would be like huh it would be a shock it would just be a shock. And and again, it's an interim title, so it's you know like it won't count. Then you have Punk beat him, and that and the match would be a banger because right. him and Punk going at it would be a banger, you know. So like, you know, and you raise we'll, his stock. Yes, you know. Now yes. you got now you got you got a, a guy who was like mid Carter, right? Legit, you know, good hand, good worker, mm-hmm. and now you got a fucking now you got a star. You got a new star because, like, I never really saw Kyle O'Reilly doing much as singles. Like, I always just saw him as a tag team, Red Dragon, part of the group. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not doing anything on his own, like, type shit. Even when they tried to do it in NXT, like, after they broke up Undisputed Era there, like, they tried to push him as singles. I just wasn't buying it. They, they almost had him as a, like, a bullshit version of, like, Orange Cassidy or whatever. They were right, to like, kind of a jobber almost. You know, so it was just like, eh. You know, so I mean, we'll see what they do, man. They got a lot of stuff on the horizon, you know, all out coming out, you know, in uh, just a couple of weeks. So, yep. dude, I, I would love to have you, you know, if you're available, you know, jump in when we're doing the live, uh, the live like watch alongs, man, because I would just love to see your live reactions. So, like, oh, yeah, going on. Yeah, no, man, I'll, de- I'll like definitely that, so. try, you know, I'll definitely try to, you know, make it happen. It's just like weekends is kind of Sally time. You know what I no, mean? No, totally get it. No, for sure. You know, yeah. and like if she if she passes out, like and falls asleep, and like we're not like engaging or whatever, like I, yeah, I can I can dip off and just be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some wrestling with the boys. Um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like the the shit you're doing with Wes, it's fucking it's great, dude. It's fucking it, it's great. You know, and that's why I was, you know, you we kind of went back and forth on that Bucks post just because, like that. That at the end of the day, if that's a work, good on you. You fucking got me. But yeah. like, just the level of like, I I just 
I, I can't deal with that level of ego in my personal, like, I don't like dudes like that. I just, I just don't like dudes who are like, yeah, I did this thing and fucking you need to suck my dick for it. It's like, <laughs> be humble about it. Yeah. Like, yes, you might, you, you did, you did do that, but just be humble about it. Don't be a fuck. And like, maybe like, I hope it's a work and I hope all the backstage shit I heard isn't true because I don't want it to be true, but yeah. there's so much meat on that bone that I fucking like, I, how much is a work? How much is a shoot? And there again, we're going back to the fucking beauty of wrestling where, you know, it's, it's predetermined, but like what, like that's where wrestling is in its fucking perfect element. Yeah. Is MJF fucking really gone? Is there right. really a dispute? Like, yeah. Are the young bucks really th this big of fucking assholes, or is it, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, that's that's, it, that's where it is. That's at the end of the day, that's where fucking wrestling is its best. Yeah, is sir. when you don't know. Yeah, you know, totally agree, bro. Totally agree. Well, you know, I uh, would love to have you back again. Like I said, we'll talk absolutely. About this in much further detail definitely in the future i mean there's no shortage of wrestling to watch discuss and definitely want to see more fallout of what's happening with the wwe triple h situation and then Dude, you know I, we, I, you know i think i think for like not personally for vince mcmahon because this motherfucker paid more for these fuck to keep these bitches quiet than he paid for WCW. Yeah. Oh my god, so crazy. It's he did. fucking wild. More than but I, I think I think that like I'd like to see Shane O'Mac get get brought back. I'd like to see him become more involved again because I think he's got some really great like creative talent. Yeah. Um I, I think I think that's literally the best thing that could have happened to WCW. We, you know, um, getting Vince out of there Vince and getting done. fucking Laurinaitis out of there. Yeah, and yeah. who's the fucking other? We we need Kevin Dunn to go, and we need Bruce yep. Pritchard gone. Bruce Pritchard gone now, and fucking Kevin Dunn out. Fucking a production, and that'll yep. be it. Now the most of the rot will be fucking gone, and they could fucking really try to change that place, you know, for the fucking better. And, and I I don't know, man. Like I. I thought for a long time that a lot of those moves were based on elevating the value of the company to sell it. To sell it, yeah. And now, you know, a lot of us thought that, but we'll see. And maybe that's still in the works. You never know. Like it's a no. traded company, you know, with all the changes, everything in flux. Like you know, like Chris keeps saying it. Like he's like the Rock's gonna be involved somehow. Like he bought the XFL. You know what I'm saying? Like he's good friends with Nick Khan, who's you know one of the fucking co-CEOs now of that company. Like you never know, man. You never know. Yeah. Some crazy deal might be fucking might be had in the future. Like you never fucking know. But totally exciting times, dude. Like yeah. I want to thank you for taking the time and hopping on. Absolutely, Jose. This, it's always dude. a fucking pleasure, man. <laughs> always. You know, before we sign off for the evening, just let the people listening out there know where they can find you on social media. Uh, so you can find me on Facebook at Matt Hurd, H-U-R-D. That's my real name. Like, I don't front. Um, I'm on a uh, semi-bi-weekly podcast with uh, Dust Mites, Eddie Frogman, Rob Natural. Um, that's called One Too Many Podcasts. We, it's more like a life podcast. We get into some media shit pretty heavy, but it, it, it's not like we're not talking about toys and that type of stuff. 
Um, and then I'm also on the Realm of Collectors every other week. Uh, Shelf Gravy, we do like some modeling and painting. And usually I just make fun of Brian. And <laughs> that's what that's about. But yeah, nice, that's where you man. can find me. Thank you, dude. Really appreciate it. As for myself, as always, Harry can be X, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to see a little bit more of real life stuff at DS4 Fitness, also on Instagram. Enter the Realm on Mondays, Breaking the Mold Tuesdays. And of course, uh, here multiple times on uh verbally challenge with harrick and bx on all audio platforms thank you guys for listening truly appreciate it matt thank you once again we'll be back soon really really soon with a new episode so until then take care stay safe and peace out